three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. What, like you've never jacked off to a picture of Kurt Angle before? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, jeez. Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. Welcome in. It is episode number 115 of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun, and Rolling Stone. And, of course, the main event. Vent, 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 vent. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins. Well, boys, I've got uh, great news. I, I care about the two of you so much that I went this week, and uh, I got the, the two new Oreo flavors for us all to try. I got the uh, I got the fireworks Oreos and the syrup and waffles Oreos, and I figured let's go ahead and pass them out right now. We can try them. I'll go first, if you don't mind. Ready? All right. Mmm. Those are fireworks. Oh, that's really good. I fucking hate you. You, you are guys, the worst. I, I am not the worst today. You, you are officially the worst. What do you want to do? Do you want to go? Oh, hang on. I'm going to do the waffles and syrup. Um, uh, fireworks <laughs> Oreo is weird. It's got like a, there's like this pop rock thing that happens after you eat it. It's very weird. So, it, so it's like it. the, the the New Day chocolate with the pop rocks? Yeah. It's very weird. Did you guys want to try it or what? I don't, yeah, I mean, I don't yeah, 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 yeah. Right, hang on. This is waffles and the syrup worst. Oreo. Let me see how this goes. See, it's funny because he's not here. <laughs> How are those, by the way? I, I can't imagine the syrup ones being good. Um, no, they're yeah, okay. yeah, they're, um, they're okay. Um, so that's I should I should probably finish eating and then and then rejoin you boys. That was that if was you guys could if you guys couldn't tell, Glenn Clark Radio himself is on is at Glenn Clark Radio. Right. He's not here today in studio with us because he's a piece of shit. No, no, no. And we have to Skype him in and because let's, of that he won't be that. he won't be part said, of our interview said, later well, today is. with the all American American Jack Swagger, which was Ron a great Kurt. interview and yeah. we didn't need Glenn for it. We are part of the people. Glenn uh, is not did you have fireworks Oreos and waffles and syrup Oreos? Did you? I did you get the ass? There's a way right across the street. I can go get one That's if true. I want. Did you yeah. get to ask Jack Swagger what it's like to hold the money in the bank briefcase? Did you? Did you? No, but you're welcome for setting that all up. <laughs> Love it when there's nothing, there's no better feeling than you bust your ass to book a guest and then... Womp, womp. Yeah. The other guys, the other guys get to talk to him. That's the way that goes. Yeah. So, um, AJ wants to try to put this on me, but it's not on me. I said I was available at a certain time and AJ said, nope, I have exactly a two hour window. And unless you can fit it in that two hour window, I can't do the show. So I, I said, that's fine. AJ will work in your two hour window. That, that's what happened. That's, uh, that's how that shaped up. That's exactly the way that it went. Do you not remember that? Uh, I said that I could go later tonight, like after seven ish. You never mentioned that. If we could do it, you never mentioned that at all. If we could do it down here. Oh, and I could do that. That was literally what I texted you, oh, Dick. Then I thought you were saying we had to come to Baltimore, which was never. No, mind. you are such an asshole. If this would have been handled that, if this could have been handled that easily, I hate you more than I can possibly describe. I said. That's exactly what I said. God damn it. I'm so angry right now. I don't even have <laughs> I had to listen to these fuckers do the interview because I came in a little bit late and I'm so pissed about this situation. I said, this is exact, this is, this is what I've got. All right. 
I have to do tomorrow. I can Skype in, or you guys can come up in the afternoon, or I can come down there tomorrow night. Oh, I shoot the bed then. Asshole! Asshole! Am I an asshole? Why aren't you here right now? Because I I have a job, and my job was going to prevent me from getting down there earlier. But I, being the team player that I am, still was willing to come to you, dickwad. I just had to do it at night, which apparently you could have done too. Quick question. Quick question. What about your job prevented you from being here? I'm taking the day off on Friday, so I had to reschedule a couple of meetings for today. Oh, so you're the asshole here. Got well, it. I'm getting on a boat. Just making so sure that you're the asshole in the situation, Except, not me. The yeah, reason I couldn't yeah. do tomorrow is because I'm yeah. going home this weekend to my house in Orlando. Wait, wait. This is your home. You can go back to your house, but Maryland's your home. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. You know why? Are, are, are you disavowing right now, Maryland? Because right now... Are you disavowing hold on, Maryland? Hold on. Am I disavowing Maryland? No. But what I am disavowing is the fact that currently it is 62 and cloudy as fuck. And in Orlando currently, it is 85 and breezy. Well, he's not wrong about that. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> he's, not, he's not wrong about that. All right. All right, that's enough of all that nonsense. We, we've got a lot of wrestling to cover. A lot of this other week. nonsense to talk about. Yeah, a lot of other nonsense to discuss. So, yes, as the boys mentioned uh, later on in the show, Jack Swagger will join us. Very excited about that. Uh, former heavyweight champion and um, was still a part of WWE until like a couple of months ago. I mean, he's, yep. he's just freshly removed. Uh, but he is coming to MCW again, mcwprowrestling.com, in order to get your tickets for Friday, June 9th, which is probably the most loaded show they've ever done. And because remember, Aaron's the as, fucking worst, we're exactly going to miss right. it. We're missing it. We're missing it because Aaron's the worst. But I tried to move up my uh, my rehearsal dinner so we could go up there, but it, it didn't work out. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm I mean, sure your that. rehearsal dinner's already at 3 p.m. No, no, that's the rehearsal. The dinner's at 6. Jesus Christ, it's at 3? We've yes. talked about this before, Unfortunately, Glenn. No, yes. we have not. Yes, we have. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it is. I was supposed to play in the goddamn Maryland Letterman uh, golf tournament that day. But it doesn't end to like five. So, but I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to be hey, able to you go. You can skip the rehearsal if you really well, want. Well, now you tell me that, but I've already told him I'm not coming. I told him that from moment one that if you can't make it, it's not a big deal. God, putting everything on me, well, just yeah. like you're putting everything on Glenn. You're just putting everything all, on everyone let's else. Let's never forget. I, and you know what? I was angry at AJ beforehand, but remind. This was a, a pleasant reminder. You're still the worst. Go fuck yourself. Now. I'm still the worst because I'm getting married. Yes. Yes. The both That's the married the guys, yes. We agree yeah. that you are the worst. Fair enough. All right. So um anyway, Jack Swagger will join us later on in the program. Looking forward to that. Um now. Have some uh some cleanup to do from the weekend. Aaron. Yes. We we made picks last week. Yes, we did. Um, fuck. Only one of us had the balls to pick Jinder Mahal to become the yeah. world champion. Yeah, and 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 the, the and funny I... the funny thing about that is is going into that match like after it started with with only the result of that match we we were all tied, mm. and only one of us who isn't on this podcast right now actually picked that. <laughs> So Meaning, what you're saying is all three of us have to dress up as sexy cops. Correct. I already ordered my oh. costume. It's on the way. Oh, <laughs> hey, here's the worst part about all this is the fact that I literally was thinking in my head when you guys made fun of me for picking the, the faces in the fucking six-woman tag match, I was going to pick the heels 
But then I was like, that would be the stupidest reason ever to have to dress up as a sexy cop because everyone picked the faces and I could have easily just picked the faces. And if we lose, we all lose. But I'm probably still not going to lose the whole thing, especially after Aaron's stupid ass decides to put a bet on which match is going on last. Hey, I still say if it was a different finish in that. Well, hold on. Do you know know how stupid you are? You're so stupid. That if you didn't open your mouth and say that stupid I, thing that you said, I'd be safe. You would not I'd be, be dressing as a sexy cop right now. You decided. Unfortunately, well, hang on a second. I, along but with when, a when lot it's of Aaron dressing up, don't we call it more like a skinny cop? Isn't, yeah. Isn't that more appropriate? Well, hold on. What about you? Or what are you a fat cop? A fat ass cop. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. Let, let's be clear. Yeah, that's here. true. There's only one sexy cop in this group. Oh nonsense. Oh, awful. Awful. But uh, it'll be a fun night of Top Golf now. <laughs> you I know what? Actually, but you know what? It, I, look, if we're getting drunk and hitting golf balls, anyways, might as well wear a sexy cop outfit. I Why guess, not? man. What idiots we are. All three of us, such idiots. Or maybe Mix is a genius for picking fucking Jinder Mahal to <laughs> win him, the man. WWE title. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Okay, yeah, let's get into it. So, Jinder um, Mahal is the champion. Yeah, Jinder Mahal's the champion, and that's fine. That's totally fine, which is what we've been talking about for the last three weeks, which is, well, yes, none of the three of us expected it to happen. What we kept saying was the magic that they pulled off was that they made it viable, and it was. It was viable at the end that Jinder Mahal could become champion. He's a viable champion because they busted their ass over the course of the last four weeks to make him a viable champion. And you can spew all the shit that you want to spew about what he hasn't done in the past. And, yes, there's certainly questions if this was planned all along as to why you wouldn't do other things in order to lead up to it. But as it turns out, the work they did, he's a viable champion. I effing love it. I love it because I do love there being something about wrestling where you don't know what's going to happen, and that's why we're supposed to enjoy it and goddamn watch. And so I'm all in. Jinder Mahal's a great champion. I agree, and the, and that's just not just because Jinder's my boy. I agree because I think that, first of all, he works. So, like, the, there's a bunch of people that can be mad when, like, Great Khali won the belt, or when someone else who can't put on a match gets rewarded for something that they they do. Um, but Gender puts on great matches. Gender can work. Gender did a good match with AJ Styles. He did a good match with Randy Orton. Um, even his little three minute segment he had with Mojo in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was compelling. Like the, they told a story in how he was eliminated. So it. He puts on good matches. He deserves it, and I'm happy for him. Um, I am absolutely shocked at how many people are upset by this. I uh, let, let me. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm, I'm of two minds right now. One is as a fan, as a viewer, I like it because of what it says that you know. Again, anything can happen. There, there is the parody. We can still be surprised sometimes, and, and the fact that I also like it from the fact that there are these guys who have been. You know, let, let's face it, career jobbers who now can see this, and all of a sudden they might be reinvigorated by seeing this, and I really like that aspect of it. I am concerned from a business standpoint here what it might do, what it says about SmackDown, when a guy who literally, for the past however many years, you know, says he stop. came back, he had won two matches stop. on... Stop. No, hold let me finish. Yeah, you're an he, asshole. He's a, he's yes. a, that's fine, but it, it doesn't change the fact that... He had won two matches on Raw. He had been a jobber before leaving. And when he was announced for the main event of Backlash, ticket sales completely stalled. And in a place like Chicago, it did not se- Backlash did not sell out. 
So from hey. a from a business standpoint, and, and I'm not saying it's definitively because gender is in the main event, then this happened. However, if if, if Black Backlash didn't sell out in a pay per view that you got a title match between Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, then that's on Chicago. I mean, I, I can't even begin to fathom how stupid that is. Like, I, if, I, I can't, I, I really can't believe the backlash didn't sell out, which is nuts. Um, uh, they're saying they had very few empty seats, something like that. I, I have no idea what to make of that. Things aren't sold out anymore. The ticket industry is so effed up, I can't believe, begin to describe. I don't know what they were selling tickets for. I have no idea what to make of it. The notion that this had something to do with it on the same card where you had Shinsuke Nakamura and where you had AJ Styles and where you had Kevin Owens, as he pointed out, facing each other is bonkers. The notion that people chose not to attend Backlash because Jinder Mahal was in the main event is insane. That's insane. Nobody did that. You're not making a decision about Backlash on that. And again, as we know, or as we believe we know, part of the reason why the WWE wants to do this is because of business. Because they look internationally and say... And that's the thing, the international business will be the... That's going to be the big test on whether or not this is a financial success. If this is huge in India, it's a success. I think they're willing to even say, hey, in America, we might go down a little bit. Because we've seen in the past when people like who suddenly have won the titles out of nowhere, like a, like a JBL, for instance... Or a, uh, you know, even a Jack Swagger. We have seen ratings, we have seen business go down a little bit when it's been a surprise. Hey, guess what? Yeah. Guess what? I just looked it up because I knew that you were full of shit. So, um, two weeks ago, ratings yeah. for SmackDown, 2.1. Yes. Yesterday, I mean Tuesday, 2.3. So, Jinder Mahal's good for business, according to your argument, right? And, and if that, if it did go, I have not seen yesterday. So I know that in the three weeks prior, they had gone down to record lows. Uh, I don't know about yesterday. No, not yes, record lows. Yes, it, it was, was a no, low they were for low. it was a low for, for 20, this 2017. Okay, fair, fair Do enough. Not say a low record for, low uh, to a two-year low. Whatever. Okay. It, it, it had Fucking gone down. It had gone down significantly. Like there, there are people who had been watching this, who had been studying the ticket sales, and basically from the moment that they announced the Jinder Mahal thing, from and based on the past when there have been surprise champions, there has been a downturn in the business, and I don't want to see that happen to SmackDown. That's all I'm saying. From a business, okay. this is a risk. This is a okay. Okay. Risk. Okay. Why? Reminder. Reminder. And it's AJ so Styles important. is still on SmackDown. Kevin Owens is still on SmackDown. Right. And, and if Shinsuke and Nakamura and if the is still on SmackDown, go, go down. That's fine. I'm saying that in the you past, keep using this with ticket sales as if ticket there sales aren't and places. ratings. You're right. Ticket sales and ratings. Ratings. I, I they're up against the goddamn NBA and NHL I, I, playoffs. And I'm not right saying. I'm not saying. I'm not saying three weeks. I'm saying looking in history, when there has been a surprise champion, a guy who previously was not thought of as a main event, it always went down. Almost universally, when there was a surprise champion, Sheamus, so like I said, Swagger, uh, uh, JBL, ratings did go down. Now, JBL, I, I think, is a creative success, so I, I don't even necessarily... And I have but no idea how many of those can also be tied into other influence, because I can't go back and look at that. I can look at it right now and say, if they're going up against the NBA and the NHL playoffs and still pulling those numbers, they're doing just fine. There isn't a business problem. And again, as I keep saying... Part of this clearly is that they're trying to see a bigger picture business-wise. And at some point... There's a billion to... people in India. I, I understand that. I understand A billion that. with a B. Oh, and by the way, a lot more people that have different colored skin that live in this country. Fact. Fact. And for that, I, again, I love it. I, I, like I said, from a creative standpoint, from a from my heart standpoint, I love it. I'm a little concerned about the business and what. Why? No, if, if it fails, stop screaming. First of all, hold on. If this if this does go down, if this does go the way that I think it might go down, and I'm not saying it will, I'm saying it might, and based on the past trends, it it is very probable. 
what do you think that they're going to take a chance on a champion again? On a, on a yes. yes, I don't. I don't. They do it all you the just time. you just you listed just five different examples when it happened and, and, and it went down years, and then they and took. how many years between those? Okay, but did it happen? It did, but okay, it hasn't happened. Did you in ask? Did five, you, six years. Did they you just ask? Did it? No, they just gave Kevin Owens the belt last year. You're that was not a surprise. That was not Shut a surprise. Up. He was a main eventer before that. I'm talking about this true surprise. Do not compare Kevin Owens to Jinder Mahal. Kevin Owens had been well, main event. Any of these guys at Jinder Mahal. Right. JBL was a, already had a Hall of Fame career by the time he was a champion. He just hadn't been a main event type of champion. Jack, Jack Swagger would be the closest comparison. Because he wasn't around? No, Jack Swagger had been around. He had been on the, the low card before winning Money in the Bank. He had barely been around for a little while he at had, that point. He had he been had... around for... Uh, on the main roster, you've been around you for I think a little over a year. You keep trying to do this because you're going to try to pigeonhole your way into something that makes it make sense, and you're not going to get there. I'm this not. Is... Go- All I'm saying, uh, no, it can't be proved either way right now. It, it, no, it, you're right. That's the best, smartest thing you've said. You yes. can't prove a thing. And which is you're trying to throw out a, th- a theory that you yes, can't prove. I, you're right. Be, oh my gosh, because you've never thrown out a theory that you can't prove before. No, but I admit that I'm an asshole. <laughs> that's, that's, oh, I can. I'm telling you, I'm ta- doing this from my the business side, and business side is usually an you asshole don't know what you're side. Talking about I that. do know what I'm talking about then, because I've seen surprise champs in the past. I've seen backlash not sell out. I've seen. This happened before where business goes down when there's a surprise champion. It's based on a past. So, so do you think that, so you, so your response is that because one non-major four pay-per-view didn't sell out, that business is going down? I'm saying I'm concerned that it might be. Yes. He's saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. I he am read not. something on the internet. And, and you're saying you, you like it because Ginger is the champ. The WWE uses to consider whether or not business is doing well. You have no clue what matters to them. I by the way, by the way, I just, I just wanted to. I also wanted to point out that you also just lied, um, because Jack Swagger debuted uh, in June on June 29th, 2009, and he won Money in the Bank okay, so less, ten months, than, ten less months, than a year later. Ten months, fine. I mean, I, I, I less than a year later. Months. You said two years. I, no, I said a little over a year. I thought it was March. No, you said two years. I said a little over a year. I did not say two years. Okay. Go Luck- back and luckily the audio. That's fine. Yes. Go back and you're an asshole. That's sure. right. I may, I may be an asshole, but I may be a right asshole in this case. We will no, see. No, no, you're we not. Will not. See what you're talking Aaron, about. Aaron, will you admit this? Will you admit this? If, if, Let me finish. I didn't even say what I was yes, going to say. Go ahead. And stop yelling once again. No, stop. Go ahead. If will you admit that if let's say business go, does go down on SmackDown, how can you say that it's Jinder Mahal's fault for the business going down on SmackDown when they have? The three most over guys in the company at this time on that show. Because if we want to assume that the title matters, we have to assume that that also works for business. And in the past, again... Oh, no, this is easy, Aaron. In the weeks that Randy Orton was champion, the ratings went down. The week that Jinder Mahal became champion, the ratings went, went back up. up. And that's so why and if, it con- and if it continues... So that means Randy Orton's bad for business. Obviously, Randy, Randy Orton's might- terrible for business, and they had to get the belt off him, correct? Hey, if that's the way it turns out, then yeah, I will. If, no, if that's the thing, if, it, you're an if, if it turns around, I will be the first to say, my God, Jinder Mahal was great for business, and I'm happy to no see it. You have no idea if Jinder Mahal's going to be good for business or not, because you don't know what metrics the WWE is using to figure out if this is good for business. You don't have a clue. Right, then we should never talk about business. We should never talk about anything other than whether or not we liked it. Hey, because guess, there's no clue whether it could be question, no clues. Quick question. Correct? The only problem I have is that you're basing this off of ticket sales and ratings. Yes. And ratings went up, and you're still holding the same argument. Ratings went up for one week. I want to see okay. if there were, but, but you said was the champion. You're was right. The week that the ratings yeah, and, went. Uh, to be fair, when I started, I didn't realize. I didn't even know that they were out yet because usually it takes 24 hours to get. I don't even. Where it's 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 Wednesday night now. 
It is Wednesday at four now. Usually they don't come out till later tonight. Correct. So I didn't even, I haven't even seen that. And yes, if it continues to stay up and it, it does t- turn right, out so to if be it goes up for one week, it doesn't count because it doesn't work for your argument. No, right? if it that's goes up for one week, it doesn't because that's a tiny sample size and you're an idiot if you, if you say otherwise. You no, can't no, no, base no. things you're on You're an one. idiot. No, I am not. I'm still trying to make this argument when there's nothing there. Yeah. I'm on okay, fine. Team. That's fine. That's fine. Jinder Mahal is great for business. There's nothing that's, wrong at all. I mean, all according with to your metrics, he is. Okay, that's fine. Fine. Jinder Mahal is great for business. This is a wonderful, wonderful thing, then. Let's I mean, move on. You just said ratings, and ratings went up, so I don't know I don't, how you can I be don't, upset. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what else we can say. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, ratings look, went if, up. If, if they say ratings up, Ratings went up by 200,000 people. If they say people. up, I'm happy. If they say up, I'm happy. 200,000 more if people they, watched. If, I don't so know. So when they go up against the NBA Finals in a couple weeks, right? Yeah. And obviously, well, that's I, going let's to say, hurt hold on, hold the ratings, it. You're right. Because right? no. it's the NBA Finals. Correct. That's Jinder Mahal's No. No, which is why we need a big, I'm, I'm assuming this is a day, wait, wait, I'm assuming this isn't a one month. I don't know whether or not it's going to affect the business. I never said I know whether or it's going to affect the business or not. I'm assuming that everything the WWE does, does affect the business in some way. Otherwise, we should, again, like I said, we shouldn't talk about the business here. I know that. I mean, I didn't bring it up. Yeah. That's fine. Neither one of us did. Okay, fine. Then we... then I'll stop bringing up business. I think that we should talk about everything. No, wrestling. I don't right, have we, a problem should... with you bringing up business. You don't seem to be getting what we're saying. Oh, I, I see. What we're that... saying is that your fir- the very first thing you said was that, oh, the ratings, the that's ratings the reason went... we need ratings. Uh, well, and you rating, tried to I use, the ratings you still haven't let me finish the statement. I've let you finish every statement okay. you've made. All right, AJ. Okay? I've let you finish every single okay. statement you've made. Yes. You've made a lot of dumb ones, and I'll let you finish them every okay. time. Okay. Go ahead, AJ. Okay. You, the very first argument you made was ticket sales. Yes. Well, if the tickets didn't sell out yes. on a card that included Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens versus AJ Styles, I don't think that you can say it's Jinder Mahal's fault that that didn't sell out. I think that's just Chicago's fault, period. Do you think that show sells out in Baltimore? Uh, I don't know. I legit, I, I was shocked to see it didn't sell out because it is Chicago because I, I, I'm legitimately shocked. By the way, shocked. again, we're going to say this for a 50th time. This is not that it came thousands short of selling out. Right. No. This is that but this is something that Chicago that paper... no idea if they were held back at the last minute by the venue to try to get somebody to buy something else. You don't know the details. Chicago of pay-per-views have traditional Royal Rumble. Out. Okay. Royal Rumble didn't sell out in Philly that we went to. Was that a bad? Was that a bad pay per view? Did, did they? Did they announce that? I legitimately don't. It know. absolutely didn't sell out. We, oh, well, we, we, bought, we tickets bought tickets at the, the day door. Of, but yes, but usually, at the door after the yes, show had I started, we that. bought tickets. So yes. no. It did not sell out. Okay, then it didn't sell out. And I'm, I'm so Philly business not, was shit. Philly right? does not traditionally sell out either. To be fair, business was shit, right? No, I did, okay. I'm not saying business was shit. I'm saying that ticket sales. This is a fact. This is a fact. Ticket sales were steady until the that main event was made when it right, stopped. Because typically, typically when events are announced, now, they sell, sell a lot more quick. tickets than in the weeks even, leading up to it. But even the weeks before, again, this I'm getting this off of relatively refu- You know, I'm get, basically I'm getting this from Meltzer. I'm t- I, this, okay, so, so it, it certainly works for a narrative. There's no doubt about that. I, and I'm not, and I'm not saying that it's definitively. Oh my God, Jinder Mahal, this is all his fault for raises. I'm saying, is it a possibility I mean, that this happened? I mean, you basically happened? did say that. I did not <laughs> say that it was all. I said it was a contributing factor, and I'm concerned about it, and I'm concerned what would happen if it continues to fall. You brought up the fact that it raised. Great, I'm happy. I want it to raise. I want SmackDown to do well. 
Okay, well, I'm the one this. to say that when they go up against the NBA Finals, their ratings aren't going to be great. And because I'm smart enough to know the WWE has other metrics by which to measure this, I'm not going to attempt to suggest that I know whether or not it's good for business or not. What I do have good reason to believe is that the big reason why they did this is because they thought they could tap into a market that they have failed to tap into overwhelmingly, I mean, with the exception of the great Kali, I guess, uh, during the course of their history. And so this is clearly something that probably plays a role. So from a business standpoint, billion people in India. Me. I said it once. I'll say it again. There's a billion. Yes, I, I understand it. People I, in I, India. I, I, and even me, though even I though Jinder Mahal's from Canada, his yeah. character, <laughs> his, his <laughs> character is from, is a can, prince can, from Canadians, India. Canadians had a great nights on over on Backlash. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. So. This is something we'll honestly, quite frankly, we have to table because we have to Damn. say exactly what we happens. Should, we should really, I think we should invade Canada. Canada gave us the greatest American of all time. <laughs> Fact. And the greatest Indian of all time. It's amazing. And, and the it greatest underdog of all time. I'm, kinda, I'm having too much fun destroying uh, every point that Aaron has attempted to make. You're not destroying still have him And still have him attempt to suggest as though he's made a relevant point. I'm making relevant points here. You're not. You You're haven't made one yet. Uh, First I of agree. all, yes, I have. Second of no, all, no, I don't think so. Obviously, we can't prove it yet. Now, in a few months, if if business <laughs> no, is booming, no, we don't have to prove. Oh yeah, okay, okay. okay. I'll okay. take a bet. Hold on, let, 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 let me go. Let me go, Glenn. I'll take yeah. a bet with you, Aaron, right, all right now. All right, let's go. I think that mm, two months from today, two months from today, all right, ratings will be still be will be up from they are right now. Uh, up from the two point three. Yeah. How much up? Yeah, AJ, I, I, I wouldn't bet on that because ratings in general. In no, no, no. I will bet on that. Above yeah. a two point three, I'll bet on that. Okay, I'll bet above a cool. two point three, two months. So bet. we we got uh the end of the end of July. All right, yeah. all right, cool. That, yeah. that, all right. I think I think that, that that's a bad time frame bet. I'm not I don't think so again. because it's because the lead up to SummerSlam. Yeah, no, the, but the summer is just typically not good for them. It's the way it is. They don't typically do well. Nothing does well ratings wise in the summer. Okay, people are out we'll doing see. things in right. the summer. I mean, it's just that's the way that the business works. Okay. Now, all that being said, it's also a great reason why you can explain why the ratings will have gone down since, say, WrestleMania which is always the way that it works. Ratings always go down post-WrestleMania. Not because of who the champion is, because they go down post-WrestleMania. They, 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 they don't go down dramatically. They haven't since, gone down. They went up. Since WrestleMania. Again, this week they did. They, this week they this went week up. Went right up. It, 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 okay, what, what, what were the ratings after WrestleMania? I, I don't know the numbers. They've gone oh, right. down consistently. Let me go ahead and um, go, go look Google it up. machine. Go, go, go to the Google machine. Uh, you got a Google machine? Anyways, um... No, no, that's not true. By the way, in, uh, what, what, what weekend was WrestleMania? Uh, the, the first of, uh, April. April. Okay. So the rating, the ratings went up for two weeks after WrestleMania and then they dropped steadily. Right. The ratings went up on April 4th, they were 2.89 right. million, then on and April 11th, 3.11 because right. you had the, the, the post, the, 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 uh, post the immediate yes. post WrestleMania. Right. Exactly. And then from there it dropped to 2.54 and then 2.49. Yes. Because as always, they steadily go down after WrestleMania. That's the way that it works. It, it, it's just, and they keep and they kept going down until what happened, Glenn? Until Jinder Mahal It's amazing. It's amazing how that works out. Too bad he's bad for business and ratings. Piece to be written about whether or not the WWE has done too much in continuing to bank on Randy Orton when there just isn't a groundswell of support. Now that's that's a good one as well. Yes. Well, here's the thing. I don't like that argument at all because you're right that he's just another great guy that we like because he's been around a long time. But let's not pretend that Randy Orton wasn't the most over person in the company coming out of his, coming into and out of his feud with Brock Lesnar and through his, most of his time with the Wyatt family. 
Okay, let's not um, pretend. I, but, but he was he was the most over person. He was one of the most over person in the company until he won the Royal Rumble. So, and the only reason he wasn't then is because asshole fans saw a guy that they wanted to see Bray Wyatt win, which is no problem with that. I wanted to see Bray Wyatt win too. But how they, about Chris Jericho? That I mean, that works too. People <laughs> wanted other people to win, and they thought Randy Orton winning again for the second time was something that they didn't need to see. They didn't want to see. So all of a sudden, from that yeah, point just, forward, well, people put. The feud went very from went poorly in the weeks leading up to WrestleMania, as we discussed. Yeah, 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 that too. But my my point being is that until he won the Royal Rumble, and even after that point, when he burned down Sister Abigail's house, people were like, "I'm back on Randy Orton. This is awesome." And then the feud after that, people started to dissipate even more. So I don't like the argument. Let's he yes, Randy Orton is not as hot as he was coming out of SummerSlam or going into SummerSlam last year when he was facing Lesnar or when he was going into Survivor Series with the Wyatt family or that whole feud after Survivor Series threw into the Rumble. No, he's not. But let's not pretend that he's just been awful this whole time. No, no, no. I'm not trying to say that. Again, this he's is not saying, He's not saying he's awful. He's, not saying, he's, he's, saying he's not a needle mover, basically. This. You're basically saying he's not a needle mover. I mean, is he a needle mover? I don't know right now. The point yeah. that I would make is more in general, which is I think that we're wildly overreacting to anything. The notion that you can look at what happened one week in ratings and determine that that had something to do with this specific thing, short of, short of a wild boost that comes from something that was announced ahead of time, a la a superstar's return, I don't buy into that. I don't think that anybody can look at ratings right now and figure out if they know anything related to what's working and what, what isn't working. Well, I don't know if that's true, Glenn, because Aaron said that if ratings go down, that someone's bad for business. And right. ratings went up for Jinder Mahal, so that means that Jinder is Mahal Jinder is Mahal better is for bad. business than Randy Orton. That's what I got out of that. I mean, I, it's the facts, right? Facts. That's the, the hey, indisputable yeah. fact, Aaron. Didn't you? Wasn't that a word you used? Indisputable fact? I don't know if I use indisputable fact, but yeah, I might have used facts, but yeah. I'm, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm right now, sure I heard something like right that. Right now, Jinder Mahal is better for business than Randy Orton. At this and moment. There we go. We're all in agreement. There we Jinder go. Jinder Mahal is great for business. Does Rusev get into the... Does Rusev get into the title match at Money in the Bank? What's that? Does Rusev get in the title match at Money in the Bank, or do they do the rematch? I think he gets in the title <laughs> he's match. He's trying to move on. God. Well, we spent a half good. hour on it. We, we got a well, limited number of time here. You got, it, it was a 10-8 round. I understand. I don't blame you for wanting to move on. I mean, this was the game like, to the, the Celtics and Cavaliers. Yeah. This wasn't a good look for you, Aaron. It was a fine look. Hey, I mean, everybody listening, I'm going to put a poll up on our uh, Jive and Out page after this goes live. And you tell us who you agree with, me and Glenn or Aaron. And if Aaron wins, Aaron wins. If he doesn't... Yeah, right? I mean, it's I mean, an indisputable fact, right? There we That's go. Indisputable fact. All right. <laughs> Back to uh, the Where's other parts of the match. I just wish I could be there to see Aaron. I just, just, he was so flustered. Just, he was very flustered. I'm flustered because, it's, again, it's something that obviously you can't prove right now. No, you kind of you, need you to see what you can entirely. You You dismissed it entirely when clearly you can't dismiss it entirely why can't so you? i can use the same theory about anything though and like, you, you usually do you usually say i have i have right to this i can think this until it changes and i can still think this until yeah, it but changes. you don't have anything to start with sure i do i say any time that there has been a ratings a, a transition that ratings, ratings and business has gone down ratings went up so but you they lost have it. they've gone up you lost. The one week. For you lost. One week. You but lost. he became the champion. Yes, the one you week. You lost. You made your if whole... They, if, they are, if they are Aaron, still up. Aaron, just listen. Just listen. Yes. Just listen. Yes. You made a point. Yes, I made a point. That ratings go would that, go down that since after... Since he's been in the main event yes, picture, he has gone down significantly. 
What? Since he has been in the main event picture, the ratings for SmackDown has gone down significantly. A slight uptick from the lowest in 2017, a one-week sample size, is not... is There is more evidence to say. If there is evidence I, here... He, there ratings more, went down after Randy Orton won at WrestleMania. Yeah, and, and, well, no, they went up a little bit. Again, because, post, because WrestleMania, WrestleMania, and, and, they, went and they went down, down. significantly, more than most. Right, significantly, down. when Randy Orton was the champion. And when Jinder Mahal was in the but main you've event. decided that it's about Jinder Mahal because instead of making Ra- it about Randy Orton. Because Randy Orton has been a main event player, and generally they do not considerably go down for Randy Orton. Hey, so um, if Randy Orton also, is in the I, main event, then the ratings should be back up, right? Also, by the way, Raw's ratings... Uh, went to the lowest of 2017. Raw did as well. So and, that means that, and that by, means your, by your logic, they don't have a by, champion. By, by your logic, champion. I think that's a mistake too, and I think that by your be, logic, we're going to get that the means that Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Samoa Joe and uh, who else is in the main event? I'm match? saying not having a title could be an could be a oh and Finn Balor are all bad for business and this is just goofy or in the the weeks after Wrestlemania when you're going up against the NBA NBA and NHL playoffs maybe sometimes the ratings just go down they do go down they do not go down this much they do not go down this much though there, there has, Aaron, everything ratings wise has gone down from year to year so to try to compare to previous years doesn't work percentage wise it went down none of us watched SmackDown two years ago so you're lying and SmackDown still went down. What? None of us watched SmackDown two years ago, so their ratings are still way up from when they used to be. So it can't be that bad for business. Uh, SmackDown used to barely draw a one. First of all, that's like they never barely drew a one. It never, ever barely drew a one. Because TNA was consistently drawing around a one, and TNA at no point beat out SmackDown. I, I, all right. We're gonna we're gonna table this for a second yeah. because it, we're it, it's to the point where it's just desperate right now and I I almost feel bad and I feel bad for the listeners because Aaron's still clinging to this. Yep. I apologize. I don't know how to I'm make fine it. With, I do think I've this been has fine been fun you. and entertaining though. That's fine. And I want to and I want to add to and I want to add to it that I think that what you're what you're speaking to actually represents a bigger picture problem that wrestling fans have. And which that's is that Aaron big, hates. I'm minorities. Loved. Yes, I hate. Well, minor- I, I mean, I don't know. If, I think that that is the case for a number of people. Um, <laughs> but I, I do think that the, the bigger issue is there are a lot of people that don't like this and don't understand why they don't like this, so they're reaching for anything they can find to try to justify the fact that they don't like Jinder Hall being, Hall being the champion. Sounds familiar. Um, and and I don't I don't think sounds that like so, sounds old. like something else I've heard from for another guy that I know that's on. The oh, which one is that? I don't. I, I don't know. I think the listeners might know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I can't. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head. No. No. Uh, but the point being, I, I heard think he's got a yard. Been... What's that? I heard he's got a yard. <laughs> it's my yard. We've got a yard. Um, we've got a world. We've got a house. We've got. We've got a playground. Apparently, according to Shinsuke Nakamura, they're building a whole like foundation there with different people yeah. having different parts of the house now. So, so I do think that there's a bigger point. Look, obviously, the Jinder Mahal news is the biggest news of the week, and it's, and, and it's fine that we take this much time to talk about it because it's that significant. And I do think that we have to speak to this phenomenon that exists where people don't like something, and yet every argument they make for why they don't like it doesn't work. Now, by the way, you still have the right to not like it, I, and I want to make that very clear. There's a lot of things that I don't like that I can't really justify afterwards. But we sit here, and, and, and I explain why it is I don't like it, and at the end I just sort of have to say, dude, I'm an asshole. 
Like, that's the, what it comes down to. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. What's going on right now with the anti-gender Mahal stuff, there's no justification for why you don't like it. You, they you did just, the work. You can, they did right. the work. They right. He pinned AJ Styles. He pinned Randy Orton. He pinned Randy Orton before he won the title. He did all the work building up to that point. He got a, he got cheap wins all along the way, which is what fucking heels, heels do. do. Yes, he got cheap wins all the way through because he had he had a faction that would help him exactly. get to the point. He did everything that was necessary in order Wrestling, to make him a viable booking champion. Correct. <laughs> So and he looks like a brick shit house. Yes, he does. Oh yeah, yes. That, that, that's the other thing we're talking about. India. The other thing is, he's the type of guy Vince McMahon would fall in love with. Let's Absolutely. not ignore that part right here. Fine, that's fine too. I have no problem with that. But I think what's happening is you're reaching, and there are people that are trying to justify their opinions, and they're not justifiable. If at the end you just don't like it, say you don't like it. It's fine to not like something, right? Like, we're not all going to enjoy the same things. I didn't like the waffle and syrup Oreos, but someone else might. Nah, okay. I, I don't think anyone's going to like that just based on the I have no premise. idea. They're not really good. I, don't I was hoping, when you said waffle and syrup, I was hoping you were saying chicken and waffle. No, it's it's not. I, it's I would try that. Yeah, and the and really the fireworks ones aren't that good. If you pick the week to miss out on the Oreos, this was the week to miss out on them. <laughs> um, you know, like the cinnamon bun Oreos, those are big winners. Um, Rudy Pebble Oreos were just so Yeah, nice. yeah, that's a good point, too. It's okay. You're allowed to just say I don't like it and say, I don't really have a reason. I don't really – it's just – it's different to me. I'm not a Jinder Mahal fan. I don't like it. That's okay. It's okay. But the other stuff that people are trying to grasp to – Like your, ratings your, that went up. Your arguments are all going to fall apart. They're all going to fall apart because there's nothing there. There isn't. Now – the WWE. Hey, Aaron, quick question. Yeah. What happened to the ratings while Randy Orton was champ? They went down. What happened to yeah. the ratings when Jinder Mahal became champ? They went up for a week. Oh, okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I just, just, that's the way it works. So now I'll go ahead and be the one to make a more a more prudent point to um that that Aaron, it, it's not his point, but it's something that would be relevant. If you wanted to say, it's taking a risk, right? I think everybody's in agreement. There's a risk. There's an inherent amount of risk that comes with giving a belt to Jinder Mahal. Uh, the same way there's a risk with giving a belt to Kevin Owens, who does not look like the particular type of professional wrestler the WWE typically gives belts to. Can we agree with that? Correct. Correct. There's a risk involved, and you're going to monitor that, and you're going to watch it because you do all of those things, because you monitor business. I mean, if you don't like, I mean, I'm going to just say this, and I hope, I don't think any of our listeners like this, so I'm, I think I'm talking to air right now. But if you don't like General Hall being the champ because of how he looks... Yeah, Which yeah, is I mean, basically you, saying you don't like the fact that he's not white. Right. I fucking hate your guts. So yeah, I'll just, I just, and I hope that you die in your sleep. I feel like that. Those are the things that I hope that happen to you because you live a miserable life, and everyone should hate you, including your family. If I, you I hate you Jinder Mahal for the reason that he's not a white dude, I don't fucking think that you deserve right. to be walking that, around amongst the rest of us. And, right. and we can we can wholeheartedly echo that all three of us. I, I don't think there's any argument with that whatsoever. That being said, the point that you should have you should have made, Aaron, is just they'll monitor this, they'll watch it, they'll learn what they learn from it. The notion that this individual will be anything that crushes the WWE business wise is insane. It's bonkers. They've done insane things, far more insane than this, during the course of their history, and they've been just fine. I never. Um, by the way, I never said this was going to like end WWE. No, you attempted to say that this was going to. They were. They were never going to give somebody a chance like this again. I said it would be a while. They, they were so screwed they would become by Jinder more Mahal. Risk, they would become more risk. No, they do this all the time. 
All they've done in the history of the business is take risks. That's what they do. They had the they, they had the chairman murdered on <laughs> They had the woman give birth well, to a hand. All they do is take risks. That's what they do, and they've continued to take risks throughout the history of the company. That part doesn't work, man. I, I love you. That argument is nonsense, and you got to know that. It's a silly, nonsensical argument. You want to say they want to watch it, they want to monitor it, all of those things, all on board. When they do anything like this, they're going to watch it and they're going to monitor it. But any notion that Jinder Mahal becoming champion is going to further affect what it is that they do risk-wise in the future isn't backed up by any amount of fact. There's nothing there. They do this type of stuff all the time. And in fact, as we keep pointing out, they've done this one far better than some of the other ones that they've done. Correct. There is yes. way more justification yes. right now in Jinder Mahal being champion than the first time Sheamus became champion. Yes. There is justification to this. It works. It's it's fine. And by the way, it's got people talking. That's a great thing for them. If Randy Orton had just won the belt at 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 um you know, how payback lash as as we payback lash. As we assume that he would, no one would give a shit. I, I mean, I mean, it wouldn't move the needle in any way. This moved the needle for them in a way that they couldn't have accomplished with just about anything else they could have done reasonably on Sunday night. This and is the, a good the, thing. The craziest part about this is I don't. I, the more I think about it, I think that Randy Orton wins the belt back, and it sets up Probably. Randy Orton well, versus AJ Styles are, are, at you're, SummerSlam. You're saying that Money in the ba- Bank he wins it back? Yeah. Then I just hate that on principle for that because I just hate the one month reigns. But you know that's a different topic altogether. But I just think they did it probably to, to boost gender A for shock factor B and the fact that there's no other way to extend the feud. Honestly, like how else well, can so you D- give DQs? There there are ways to extend feuds. You, yeah, you have but... the Singh brothers attack. You there were ways to extend the feuds there. You have Rusev come in and demand the title shot there. You have a run in at Backlash. There are many ways you could have extended. Well, I do think I agree that it's unlikely that Jinder Mahal is going to be in the, the title match at SummerSlam. Like I I think that I would tend to agree with that. Uh, it's very unlikely that you're going to do that. You know, but I mean, ratings are going up, so that means he's good for <laughs> business. Great, so right. he, he might be. Way, yeah, they'll be watching that. And if they somehow do a better number than they expected to do against the NBA Finals in two weeks, they might revisit their decision. Um, they might have to reserve the right to change their mind about that. But as the good thing right for now, the good thing for them is they'll never have Raw and SmackDown against the NBA Finals. No, never. That's good or Monday thing. Night Football. Yes, right, correct. Well, we talked about that's that. That's usually that's, how, this is why how calendars work. You are right, Eric. Yep. <laughs> well, what about when they run Monday Night Football on Tuesday? Don't they do that in like week six or something? Or, you know, when there's a snow out or whatever oh, like yeah. that. that. That happens every now and then. Um, no, and I, and I, those those factors are all relevant, and those factors are things they'll take a look at in the same way they take a look at everything else. But from every measurable standpoint, for those of us that have brains that watch the reaction, we know there was far more electricity for the decision to give Jinder Mahal, Mahal the belt. It caused far more social media, you know, what all of the metrics that you can measure immediately that you can't detract to anything else that's going on. This was a good thing for them. Yep. Um, where they go from there, sure, I don't know. They they might, it might, by the way, be that they don't like the work that Jinder Mahal is doing. And they might decide that that's the reason why they, they take the belt off him or something along those lines. There's a million reasons why these things come up. I don't know how you could not like the Maharaja. I agree. I think he's doing great work. I, I, that's me personally. But it might, it might be that he's an asshole behind the scenes. Again, no reason to think that because we like Jinder Mahal and he's uh, always been or, a great or, guy. Let's be yeah. clear. Uh, by the way, when we, have gender, when we have Jinder on the show again in the future, 
I am so bringing up everything you just said that's about fine. him being the worst thing that's ever happened to wrestling. Oh, yes, that's yeah. exactly what I said. We'll, we'll introduce the segment by saying, by the way, Aaron is the biggest piece of shit we know. Um, <laughs> just, just, just wanted you to know that. So, yeah, so that's where we are with the, the Jinder Mahal stuff. It's, uh, again, from, from everything that I can tell you, it's great. Um, it's really great and it's different and it's unique and it gives life to something that can use a little life between WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Yep. You can use something like this that shakes shit up a little bit. Yep. That's a good thing, man. That's so good. Now everything else. Now everything else. That Shinsuke Dolph match, great. What a what, but, uh, but we knew it would be. Shinsuke <laughs> and Dolph are just... And you know what the funny thing is? Uh, they didn't do any... Like, you know how, like... When people are in a feud together, they work house shows, they work dark matches, they build up what they come up with ideas that they're going to do for the big matches and whatnot. Um, I literally nothing that they did in that match. Remember, I told you I was at the SmackDown after right. WrestleMania when, the dark match. when the dark match main event was Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. And they did nothing from that uh, dark match from that night. None of that made it into how they told the story in this match on Sunday. And I, I just assumed that it would at least a couple things, you know, yeah. nothing. It was a completely different story told, completely different style of match. It was fantastic. I was, I, I'm just shocked that just the style of match it was. I expected, you know, especially for Nakamura's debut, they would, you know, they, they wouldn't just completely job out Ziggler, but they would maybe do like a strong style match. Yeah. Ziggler's getting an offense, but you don't have the, the 10 minutes of selling Nakamura did. I was really, really surprised by that. That's the way they decided to go. And not necessarily in a good or bad way. Just because it was Nakamura's debut, I thought that they would really try to make him look as good as they possibly could without, you know, making Ziggler look awful. But that's the, I mean, that's Dolph Ziggler on the other yeah. side. Right, well, and again, this is that's Aaron why I, disparaging no, Dolph Ziggler again. I, I'm saying I'm not saying squash him, I'm saying... Oh, you guys are the worst. You guys are the <laughs> Dolph Ziggler getting get, Dolph Ziggler getting ten. Dolph Ziggler, a two-time heavyweight champion, yes. former Money in the Bank yes. winner. What six-time in the next Money in the Bank? About to be in the next Money in the Bank. Six-time Intercontinental title holder, multiple uh, tag team champion, Hall of Fame, Hall of Fame career, future Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame career. Got ten minutes of offense in a match versus a debut of a superstar. Aaron's like, I can't believe they did that. Yes, I'm surprised. I thought it would be like a ten minute match with Nakamura getting seven minutes of offense. I'm surprised by it. Yes. This guy, this is amazing. Aaron Soares. Um, Look, it's it's great. Everything about it is great. Dolph was a tremendous choice. It was an, such an exceptional choice um, on on their part for how to start this thing off because Dolph is so great that he can stand to lose something like this, yes. and it changes nothing about him. He helps Shinsuke Nakamura in the process. And by the way, uh, yeah. Dolph's getting face like cheers more he's, he's getting- more than he got when he was an actual face. And yeah, it's, well, yeah. it's because this the Dolph Ziggler thing is always so weird with the crowd. <laughs> he's one of, but he's one of those guys a lot like Jericho that they just a lot of times don't know what the fuck to do with him yeah. when they try to make him a face. He's such a bad. Well, he's, he's face getting he's, they... he's getting more screen time is what it is. It's, it's, yes. and, and that's what it is when they're giving him relevant storylines, people cheer him. When they're putting him against he's Apollo Dolph and Kalisto, they're. Don't give a fuck because it's against Apollo and Kalisto. When he's put against Rusev, they don't give a fuck because that was the shittiest storyline ever. Dolph Ziggler is very much as dependent. I don't know if we could say shittiest storyline ever. Triple H yeah, literally fucked a corpse. 
Okay, how about this? How about Did this? that happen? Okay, that was the worst segment ever. This might have been the worst. That was like two months of that bullshit. Like, at least we didn't get two Dude, months of that. I'm not saying it was good. Yeah, yeah. nobody's arguing that. But, um, but I, I think Dolph is very much, as far as the crowd goes, Dolph is very much, I feel, storyline relevant. That's how he gets a lot of his pops. People right, like him, but you want to give a reason in, to like him. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're into what we're watching, so we're going to cheer you. And, yeah. I, and I don't disagree with that. And then, look, that's... I'm into it too, man. It's it's a ten. It was perfect, and it it, it leads well into uh, Money in the Bank. Um, the Kevin Owens thing, I, weird. Not weird at all. I I find it. I I, it's weird now that they. I, Money in the Bank's their next pay per view, and you need AJ Styles in the Money in the Bank match, and you need Kevin Owens in the Money in the Bank match. But like, it the continues the feud weird. between them two specifically, as opposed to. So why wouldn't you just put them in? I, I'm talking specifically about the way they did it with Shane. We're saying. Oh, you're not in the match, and then two, you know, two minutes later, oh yeah, you're actually in the match. That w- that was a little yeah, bit I weird. I thought that was weird. Just I, like I, what, what what was the purpose of it? Is it to say that there's going to be more? Was it was it to put more heat I between think, Owens and Shane? Was that the yeah? I I mean yes. I think that Kevin. Oh Owens, no, this isn't Owens Shane at SummerSlam. Please tell me that's I'm, not what this is. Uh, I I don't know about that, but I'm. Oh. I, you guys I don't know what, what is your guy's problem with Shane McMahon getting matches. He had one of the best matches of the night with AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Why do you guys pretend these things never happened? It's not about Shane, man. It's not about that. It's Which about would you rather you see, Shane Owens or Dolph Owens or Nakamura Owens? Or I would AJ rather see. Owens I would rather. I would rather at SummerSlam. I would rather see Shane Owens than Dolph Owens for sure. I would rather see Shane Owens than probably AJ. Owens, because we're going to see AJ Owens again. That was probably the whole point of the countout and them being able to continue their feud. I think the the entire point of this is Kevin Owens and AJ Styles are going to continue their feud. I don't, do you think either one of them is going to win Money in the Bank? No. Exactly. Well, I don't either. I, I, could, I could see I either could one say, of them. And that's, see, that, that, that's the point I, I want to make is, is they've set it up. They've done a really nice job of setting up Money in the Bank. Everybody could win. Yeah, with the exception, maybe Dolph, but even Dolph. Dolph but he's Dolph, the only one that's won. So right, if he yeah, won like, again. But, like, but realistically, you could make a case for any of the six. Yes. And I, I really like the way they've done that. Right. And um, Dolph as a heel with the title, I mean with the money in the bank, is a completely different vibe. I mean, technically he was kind of a heel when he had it last time, but not really. Well, when he won it, he was a heel. It was when he finally yeah, cashed yeah, it you know in that like, face. Yeah. Like, you can do so much more with a heel as the money oh, in the bank. Oh, absolutely. Shit. It, 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 it should be the all, money in the bank. Yes, the heel should always be a chicken though. shit thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, uh, um, shit, the one that I couldn't see is Shinsuke. Like, I don't I don't think he needs it, but I could. A, I don't think he would make the same argument for AJ Styles, though. AJ yeah. Styles, the last thing he needs is the Money in the Bank briefcase, because AJ Styles, by breathing, should be the number one contender. Right. The only thing I could see AJ doing it is AJ would just go in at the Monday after and say, I'm cashing this in for SummerSlam. Then, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. But you could you could do the same thing with Nakamura. You absolutely could. And, and that's where I think they would go is they would they would use that to if they had the idea. Okay, we're putting the rockets here on Nakamura. You give him the money in the bank after uh, Battleground. I think that's the the last. You have him basically come out either at Battleground or the night after and saying, "I'm cashing in my ti- my match right here. I'm building up this as a." You know what match. I just thought about that I, n- I never crossed my mind till just now. We've never had somebody that had money in the bank like get a serious injury, have we? Uh, yeah, we had uh, uh, Mr. Kennedy, but he wasn't supposed to win. Yeah, he was. He was. He was win because if you remember, Edge took it and he won it like the next night on SmackDown. Kennedy would have won it there because of Taker's injury. Kennedy would have won it if he wasn't injured. Instead, they they threw it over to Edge and put him over there when he got injured. It's been a long time though. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's, it, it's been a while. Yes. So like, 
what happens? Like that was. It just depends on the injury, probably. Either he goes away for, you know, if they think it's only a one or two month injury and they're not going to cash him in, or they do it like. Because that would be cool if, like, let's say, obviously, I don't want Shinsuke to get hurt, obviously. Right. But let's say Shinsuke wins, right? Yeah. And then someone wins it from some, him. Somebody, some no, somebody win. No. Okay. He keeps it and he's out for two months. Okay. And you don't know when he's coming back. And then after a title match, his music hits, yes. and he's healthy. Well, yeah, that would yeah, be, that would be great. The most thing <laughs> but, but that would mean yeah. we don't get Nakamura for two months. So, boo, yeah, boo, yeah, you, yeah, AJ, yeah, boo. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I just thought about that. That would be so cool. Yeah. Um, um, also, you, uh, the Fashion Files, man. Oh, God. I mean, Jesus Christ. God, I, when they came in and said, you shaved your mustache, Commissioner. Yeah. Obviously nodding uh, towards yeah. Jim's, Jim Gordon, Commissioner of uh, uh, in, in Gotham and Batman and all those shows. When he said that, I popped so loud. Like, I, I popped so loud. I was surprised that they went with the title match again. I, I assume that's just because the New Day's coming back. I, I think so, too, but I just didn't think that they would pull the string on the New Day coming back for the titles to SummerSlam. Yeah. Me. Um, now I'm big- I, I, I hope they stay in the picture, but I'm... I, better. I, this I, is I really hope they This better. is the tricky part. This they is why won't. I was really they hoping they would, I they agree would with reverse you. They course on what they were doing, because this reeks of not... They'll, they'll probably move into a feud with the feeling clones. what's going on. Yeah. This is this is the best thing you have at the moment. The best thing, boy, that's tough to say on SmackDown. Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's one of the true. best things you have at the but moment. But no, you're right. Everything it, is nothing. Good. I Except mean, for I, Hall, I'm turning in the last three weeks since the first Fashion Files. I've tuned in every week. Obviously, I wanted to see Shinsuke. I wanted to see AJ Styles. I want to see you. But those one segment that I was like, man, I pray to God they're doing another Fashion File. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. It's perfection, dude. It's perfection. It's it's everything that you want as a wrestling fan. You just you just watch with glee. It's you get to sit back and and you don't have to be a cynic. You don't have, even those of us that are assholes. And I openly admit that I'm an asshole. When this happens, this was this was the first couple of months of the new day when they finally figured it out. This is when when it's working and it's great. You're just grateful for it and you don't want anything to get in the way. Um, and we're getting and to see like, Breeze and Vandango wrestle, which is awesome. Like, those, these guys are so talented in the ring, and we never, ever get to see that. And now, even though it's mixed in with a lot of the comedy stuff, and, you know, if you want to say there's too much comedy, fine, whatever, but we're actually getting to see them in lengthy matches and getting to see what they can do, and that, almost as much as the segments themselves, makes me happy. Oh, it does. I mean, there's no question about that. So I hope that this is not as simple as saying, well, the New Day's in the picture, so... Sorry, we go, only go have a few-hour show. Colognes. I hope that's not the case. Mm. We'll see what happens. Um, anything else from SmackDown that we got to cover? Jesus. The women's. Yeah, the women's. Look, I, you know. The, well, there's it, the it, rumor out there. There, there was a report that basically, I don't know what's the deals with this number one contender, but on on Tuesday afternoon, the report came out that said they are going towards a Money in the Bank women's match. Yeah, well, I mean, they should. I mean, I, it's 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 illogical it would, it would to not ex- do that. It would explain the blue briefcase. Well, the blue briefcase is just because it's a SmackDown. I know, but the blue briefcase also opens up the possibility that there could be a red briefcase. Right, right. And we've, as we talked, it's so silly that this wasn't one of the the co-branded pay-per-views. Like, it's just nonsense. Like that. This is the fourth most. This is the arguably the third, but it's really the fourth, fourth. most important pay-per-view of the year. Um, you you got to have it be a co-branded pay-per-view. It makes no sense. It, it's it's something people like. Like, give them more of it. What are you doing? Yeah. I, I don't disagree with you. Is it sexist if the the women's money in the bank is pink? Yes. Don't it, do it. It's not. Do you want to put a butterfly on it too? <laughs> I yeah, mean, 
I mean, do we, are we thinking that it's not going to be pink? Oh, I hope not. What other colors? Because it's not going to be could blue. Do, like white with blue. You could yeah, do something with to make blue. it whiter. Yeah. Oh, God, it's gonna, right. I'm letting you know it's going to be pink. You do understand. God, when, that, it, right? when it is, it might be purple. I was going to say, purple. Oh, no. Even then, because it's like a cruiserweight thing, it's going to be pink. I hope you guys know it's <sighs> going to be pink. All right. Let's grab a break because we've been doing this for about an hour. Um, <laughs> when we come back in, you know what? I want to mix things up. In segment number two, let's just do NXT. Okay? Oh, but, okay? We'll just do NXT and we'll save Raw for segment number three. Is that good? Cool. All right. I mean, what is there what? I, I was going to say, I, I had like three big things I want to talk about, Raw, but we can do that. That's fine. All right. Uh, we'll come back in. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Now through May 31st, Full Circle Tyrant Auto is running a special to support the Joppa Town Lions achieve their dreams of helping the community receive free eye exams for people ages six months and up. Full Circle Tire and Auto is giving away free brake pads with all brake repairs. Again, you only pay the labor and 10% of all repairs will be donated. A set of fourth new tires means $30 donated to the Joppa Town Lions to help them achieve their dreams. That's at Full Circle Tire and Auto, 1304 Governor's Court, Unit 110 in Addington. You can give them a call, 410-676-CARS. That's 410-676-2277. Or find them on Facebook by searching Full Circle Tire and Auto. It's where I take my vehicle when I need repairs. Full Circle Tire and Auto, give them a call today. Back in here for segment number two, jobbing out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course, the main events. AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins, OTAs on the way. OTA on the way. You know, I got two singles, uh, two more songs dropping on uh, June 16th, so be ready. Be ready. Very good. All right, so um, we got through part of what happened this weekend. Admittedly, boys, I have not been able to watch the UK show yet. I will. I, I will. It was good. It was solid. Yeah. Where did they, where did they do it? In the UK. It was part of their tour. It was in just, Norwich. Yeah. It was, it was part of the tour they did a few weeks was ago. Was it legitimately live? No. 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 It was okay. taped. Okay. It, it was. Okay. It was just one of the house shows. They they did like half oh. of the house show be WWE and half of it be okay. uh, taping. So we had that on Friday, and then we had uh, NXT on Saturday. And you know what's really odd for me about NXT is it was obviously it was great. I mean it was tremendous. Um, but I realized, like, how many guys weren't on the card. Yeah. You know, like, that's a good hell. thing. No, no, oh, that's no, a good thing. No, uh, yeah, I'm not saying it's, it's, it shows the depth. No, Alistair Black. No, Drew McIntyre. It's crazy because yeah. just a year ago, Aaron said that they were going to be out of business because they didn't yeah, have right. enough depth because they kept right. robbing the, they kept NXT robbing their pools. It wasn't going to work anymore. I remember all that. You remember, <laughs> you, you remember that? Because I'm sure, because his face Aaron's making right now, it makes it seem like he doesn't remember. Oh, I definitely remember him <laughs> saying all of that. I remember it wholeheartedly. <laughs> he definitely came on and said, this, yeah, wait, hold on. My argument was that they either have to keep reloading the way they do at the expense of, you know, their all own homegrown guys, or they have to. And right now, they're just reloading. Well, I think that's that true. Wins the is last... that true? Because I'm pretty sure Authors of Pain didn't come from out of 
Authors of Pain were around when I made that record. Everybody no, I'm saying they're they're homegrown. Yeah. What? What's how up? many? How Alexa many Bliss guys, is homegrown. How many performers ever? Their first in-ring performance was with something WWE related. Well, not. But there's a difference between first ever. I know. And I know what Aaron's saying. I know what Aaron's saying. Aaron's saying. No, like, I know what he's saying too. But he's trying to make the argument for authors. The authors of pain. No, 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 no. I'm not making the argument for authors of pain. I'm simply saying that. Well, you just attempted to. No, that, you just you, attempted when you a, when Aaron when AJ brought up the authors of pain. You attempted. I'm to saying the authors of pain because I, I think I made this in this was after this was post Brooklyn, right? I think I made this post this no. argument post. I'm pretty sure it was post Brooklyn. No, I'm pretty sure it was after. It was like one of our New Year's resolutions. No, it definitely wasn't the New Year's resolution. It wasn't uh, that I, long. I think, I, right. I think, I think it was close. And the Authors of Pain were already a pretty big deal by that point. Were they? No, they weren't. Not by Brooklyn. <laughs> You're wrong about that. They <laughs> were, were not. They? Anyway, they fine. Okay, the Authors of Pain, yes. Okay, and there will be others. That's the way that it works. I and, mean, I, like, I don't... and I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Okay. But there hasn't been... Alexa Bliss? Alexa Bliss was already off by the time I knew She was that. on NXT when you said that. She w- she had just been drafted. If this was after Brooklyn, she had just been drafted. She was on the main roster. Well, that doesn't help your argument. Your point was that them taking people off of NXT from their home uh, would be replacing their homegrown, and one of their homegrown went to SmackDown and is now bigger than anyone. I'm saying from that point, when I had looked at the landscape at that point, and this was coming off of a couple poor house shows they had done on the road. Oh, yeah, I- because, you know... Like we said, like you said oh earlier, ticket sales, Jinder Mahal, ticket sales, Jinder Mahal, you know, Jinder Mahal used to be on NXT, you know, and ever since he left, they went, went down. Him, man. Oh my God! It was because you skewed my my no. arguments altogether. No. Anyways, as we were saying, <laughs> no. yes, I was. I, I had the uh, same thing as Glenn, where I was surprised. No. Oh no. No. Yeah, McIntyre. I mean, it, but like, I didn't think about that at all in the week when we did our picks last week. Like, my thought wasn't, "Oh, look." It, it, By the way, Drew McIntyre is a WWE guy, even right, if you want to say he's, he's technically not. a homegrown talent. That's true. Really <laughs> <good point. laughs> Fair enough. Fair you're enough. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Fair you're enough. Right. When you're right, you're and right. You made the argument that the same thing is true for Cassius Ono. By the way. Yeah. Well, no, you can't. He was Chris Hero before he was Cassius Ono. Everybody before he was, was someone Hero. before they showed up. He was. But he was. He was. He was a. Yes, he was. He was. Dude, he was a former. He was a former CZW champion. Be able a to hero. Say that about yes, everyone. The no. first time he showed up in WWE, he was not he was significant. The, the news when he broke that he was signed was big. You may no, not. He have, yes, he was. He had been on Ring of Honor for four years. He had feuded with CM Punk. He had been a multi-time Ring of Honor yeah, tag team with. Yeah, I'm with Aaron on this one. He was. It was. Okay, then again, the, hey, we're gonna do this the same way. Alistair Black has accomplished a lot of things. He wasn't shit until he showed up to NXT. I, I, I disagree with that one as well, but whatever. But, but, right, because you're going to keep doing this with everyone. Because well, you're because going to say this about everyone they go deal. get. But when, when it's a, there's a difference between if, if Patrick Clark becomes a big deal, which I'm glad there's so unless you come directly. Oh, by the, the way, TV I, show. I just wanted to say Patrick Clark is also a homegrown. No, 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 that's, that's, that, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Is someone like like if you're in the minor indies, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say you're a big deal. If you are coming, having done huge shows, if you've done PWG, if you've made a name for yourself worldwide, and then came to WWE, I'm going to say you're not homegrown. Okay, then, then, I'm, then you know what, Aaron? If that's your, if that's your level, you're right. Overwhelmingly, it's going to be more of the guys that have accomplished something. Because overwhelmingly, nobody walks in and gets their first opportunity with WWE. That's true. It's overwhelming that that doesn't happen. The only ones that do, like you said last week, have backgrounds in sports or something of that nature. Right. A la Rusev, Alexa Bliss, Big E, Baron Corbin, Mojo Rawley. 
Yeah, By the way, all of which were in NXT and ha- are no longer on NXT. And I mean, NXT pretty is doing okay for but, themselves. But also, you know, don't forget, Mojo Rawley got chances pretty early on. You know, he didn't have to wait a year before going what? on the NXT program. He, he signed through that summer 2012, right? By He debuted on the NXT programming, which is obviously only on Hulu at the time. No, he signed before summer 2012. I'm pretty sure it was something. I went to his house to party with him in January of 2012 when he was living in Tampa okay. on NXT. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so, 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 okay, and but, he had but, already, but within the year, and he had the, already been there at that point for at least, I want to say, three to six months. I'd, I'd have to, I, I just remember seeing that, I, I remember being on a road trip over the summer and seeing something maybe he had I mean, made you can, thing, you maybe can had say made you remember it, but I okay, can show you fine. pictures when I was at his house in January 2012. <laughs> and if I'm wrong about that, I'm wrong about that. <laughs> but my point is though, the Baron Corbins, the Mojo Rawleys, were getting more chances back before they were bringing in all these guys than they're getting now. That's a, that's a fact. It just, it just is. Yeah, no, it's, it, you're, you're, you're saying that's a fact because you want it to be moving on and saying that's a no, fact. No, it's, it, it, do you, how long has Patrick Clark been? This is two years now? No. Yeah, he, two year, well, yeah. No, no, not full two. He was well, on. Uh, it, it, he was signed in the summer when the tough, like right after the tough enough thing happened, which was two right. years ago. Right, this summer will be tough two enough years. was two years ago? Yeah. Yeah, he's right. But this summer, Patrick Clark will be in there for two years. And again, Patrick Clark, who was how old? Uh, 16. Ni- no, 1920. <laughs> First right. of all, he, 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 according to this, he officially signed with WWE in August 2012, Mojo. August 2012? Yes, which is exactly what I said, summer of 2012. Oh, it was 2013 I was there. Yeah. But he also wasn't on TV. But this is January, which is how many months after August? Six. I, no, I'm saying and he wasn't on TV yet. I'm saying within the year. Usually you got on within the year when you signed with him. You got on the TV within the year. Now you're, that's not happening anymore. Well, I, there's, so much, there's so much stuff. Patrick here. Clark was been on TV a year ago. But as a jobber role, I'd say Mojo Rawley. Mojo was his, a jobber role when he, he first showed his, up. He was getting, they created a school where you have to go through seven steps in order to get correct. through it. They, they are doing things differently it than they very, did in the infancy of NXT. I know because I literally read the book. Yes. How about that? Wow! Um, look at you reading. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I read the book. Look so at you, again, Joe College. There's going to be things that are going to be different than when they first started NXT and didn't know what the f they were doing. You're right. But NXT was always going to be fine, and there are always going to be opportunities. And the best thing that they're doing is getting to a point where they're so good that we can sit here and say, boy, that was an amazing show, and look at all of these people that weren't even a part of it. That's a great, yes, great thing. It is. Saying. I'm not disagreeing with you right now. What's crazy is, what was your favorite match? The the UK, and it wasn't close. I mean, that was the best match. I think it was the best match, but what was my favorite match? That's a great question. That's man. why I asked. Oh, I, 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 you I, I, know I, I, what I, my I, favorite I, match was? You're going to say the women's match. The women's match. It yeah, was that's the funny thing. amazing. You, you, you said that, and, and I'm not taking away thing away from the match, because I thought the match was pretty good for the most part. But I didn't think it was better than like any of the prior takeovers. I think year. it was the best takeover women's it, match. It was a high paced. It told a story. It had people going back and forth, in and out of the ring, switching up the fights between first Asuka, first Ruby. Yeah, Ryan, and that's something Ruby that I didn't particularly love about, just because I don't like the triple threat. You have to roll in and out. I don't particularly love that. But that's just my person. I'm not saying you're wrong for liking it. I mean, you're allowed to have that opinion. That's a dumb one, but you're allowed to have it. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't like this triple the way they did the triple threat yeah. match because of the one because they have. I, the, I, I prefer when they're all in the ring at the same time. And they did all get in the ring at the same time. Very rarely. Very, very rarely. I mean, mean, yeah. You you even said they were going in and out constantly exchanging partners. Yeah, at points. At points. But they were in the ring together 
at the same time multiple and times. I, as look, well. obviously part Either of this way, is something that they had to change things on the fly, fly because, because they had planned yes. for one thing and they had to change it to something yes. else. So you know, the, the, can, particularly considering that. Um, I I thought it was a great match. I agree with that. I was my um, favorite match of the night. I think it was the best women's match that NXT's had since Sasha Bailey in Brooklyn. I look, I thought the tag match was great. I yeah, thought the tag match was good. The tag match was yeah. crazy. Yeah. I oh, I did think that um Gargano Gargano died. Yeah, Gargano <laughs> missing the ladder was just oh god. I thought he died. I really did. I yeah. said uh, because you don't see where he lands, and I realize when the ladder's still standing there, and neither well, one of them's on it. He completely missed. I'm like, well, he didn't completely miss. He hit his. He landed legs. Like if you watch the replay, he landed legs on. Um, his legs landed on. It wasn't supposed um, to be just this leg. I mean, yeah, obviously, yeah. it wasn't supposed to be just yeah. this leg. But his legs landed on it so much that it. I mean, it bent the ladder. And uh, is that Akam or Rizar? I don't even I don't even know which is yeah, which. No, one of them. No. One <laughs> of them. You don't know which Uso is which either. Don't pretend like you do. No, actually, I do. Just from Total Divas. Oh, okay. But, okay. but I, I actually do know which is which of them. I but I don't know who, which one. Whichever whichever one he is, uh, he he fell off because like the, the momentum of of Johnny Gargano's legs hitting him, and the ladder folded a little bit because the fact that he hit him. But he could. But let's be honest for a second here. Tommaso Ciampa basically missed too. Like he, the ladder broke, so but he had to catch himself on his face just as much as Johnny Gargano. I mean, uh, yeah, Johnny Gargano did. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. And, and the uh, angle at the end it sets up. I, and now the interesting question is, what is it setting up between those two dudes? You I think I, mean? I think they're going to do one mat. They're doing a feud to um, Brooklyn, and then they're both going to come up. Okay, you think it's going to happen though on NXT? Yes. Yeah, I, I think at least I could I could absolutely see it as AJ said, starting on NXT and then translating into 205 Live, and you yeah. just you yeah. continue that. You know what? Actually, that that would probably. Well, I would I would prefer them to start it on 205. Live. I I, I don't prefer... think they're going to start it on 205 Live. I think they I they're going to start it on NXT, but I would not be shocked if they they get it to go through 205 Live by SummerSlam so that. By the time SummerSlam hits, it's really a 205 Live match, right? So kind of on work, the kind NXT of, card, kind of work both. Yes, yeah, yes, okay. yes. I, I could, I could absolutely see that. Um, my favorite. See, I, Go look, ahead. for me, I, I think that when you have a moment like that, I think that should be it for you on NXT. Like that's that was your big final moment. You could be yeah. right. I just don't think you are. Yeah, I, I, I could absolutely see that happening, but because I thought that they, I'm not when making I, a prediction of that. I'm saying when I didn't for, when I didn't just, see them me, yeah. when I didn't see them at the taping after uh, WrestleMania. You thought they were? Yeah. I was like, oh, they're up, yeah. cool. And then right. when I saw them again, I was like, oh, well, shit. I guess they're not up. Yeah. So I've, I, I'm not about to make any more predictions about what they're going to do with them. Yeah. By the way, how about them putting up the copyright symbol before that, making everyone think, oh, the show's over. Oh, yeah, that was Just fucking fantastic touch. little details like that makes... So- it was really good. The, the other detail I loved, Candice LeRae going on Twitter afterwards and doing an entire... She's not even part of the company right now, and she's doing an entirely in-care... Johnny is hurting physically, mentally, and we're drained emotionally. We, it was a long night. We appreciate everyone supporting her. She did this whole thing. I love that. That is sad. Yeah. That's awesome. And we need yeah, to see more of that sort of thing. We've talked a lot about the social media thing over the last couple of years. It's really tough, man. It's so tough. Oh, it's tough. I, but but when I see something like that, that just absolutely I know, I love makes it. And pop. that's why I I don't know if they shouldn't have a rule that like if if you're going to have a social media account, you have to stay in character. Like it's there's a there's a tough thing there that because I'm with you. Shut I think up. that's wonderful. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. 
You sound just like all those idiots that say football players shouldn't tweet about anything but football. No, no, no. I'm not like that because you're not a character. I don't feel that I'm way. Not, well, I'm way. a football player. The difference between the two. I can't begin I liked, to I liked what Cody Rhodes did when he had an in-character Twitter and an out-of-character Twitter. That works too. I'd probably like that too. I'd probably. I just. I just. It. I don't. I'm not even suggesting that you. Sh- that's what they have to do or something along those lines. I'm saying that it's so good when it works, and it's it's uncomfortable and awkward because you you use like you put up wrestler tweets and you act like it's part of their character. And then you want people to follow them, but then they're tweeting things that are so wildly out of character that it's awkward. It's awkward. I don't have an answer for it. I can't Why tell you is how to it do awkward? Kayfabe is dead. Kayfabe is dead. Let it die. Let it be dead. Let it sit in it's a grave so and be when dead they do forever. It well, man. I get it. You can resurrect it every once in a while and use it, but to say that that should be the standard is stupid. It's stupid. Do, do you agree though that it's it, stupid? Do you think that? Um, hold on. Let me finish okay. my Glenn Clark impersonation. That's stupid. That's just stupid. <laughs> is that is that your it's impersonation stupid. of me? Just. Stupid. Wow, just wow, stupid. I, I didn't know AJ yeah. had a Glenn other than you know jerking off yeah. on something. Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, AJ, um, I do have a do, do you agree though that when they do advance storylines on Twitter, it's a pretty cool thing. Yes, it? absolutely. Okay. But I don't think that that the person should be locked into being their character on social media at all times. And, and, and that's why I'm, I'm I agree with you. Like we agree do about you? that. I don't know how to go about getting around that. I don't know how to do let's it. Put to this say, way. I wish they were looking can, at can, them can, and can saying, say I wish this is would? a human. That, that'll help you get around it. Well, I mean, you, you don't do that on television. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. If Daniel Mahal starts going USA, 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 you're okay with that? Because I'm, I'm sure Canada, I guess he's, you know, I'm sure he doesn't hate the USA. In I mean, has life. he ever done that on social media? He, he, That's your argument doesn't hold there because he's never done it on social media. Well, but if you're saying that they're people, they're not characters. Yeah, they are people. Okay, but then they do keep kayfabe at times. If kayfabe is dead, at times on camera, at times on social media, to say that they need to do it at all times on social media or even at all times on TV would I make don't their character with. better. I think. I mean, you're allowed to think that. Well, I'm, I mean, it's he, America. I think he's, it would be great for the character. I agree that yeah. it's not good for the person. Right. You know, like, yeah, it's not good absolutely. for you as 100%. a person. Yeah, because you're being told you're, because, you're not allowed to do this on social media Because if Jinder Mahal did this on social media, he'd probably get death threats. I mean, he's getting death threats even without doing it on social that's media. That's true. So, yeah. I mean, fair, <laughs> like, <laughs> fair. That's true. Yeah. That means he's a good right. heel. <laughs> great heel. Great heel. You're not a good heel unless everybody wants to kill, kill you, you because you're not white. Yeah. That's so true. Exactly. That's so true. That's the only it would help Jinder Mahal's right? so character Kaepernick if, he is got, the best heel. if he got Colin Kaepernick <laughs> is a fucking it, no. But Colin Kaepernick's such a tweeter, it's unbelievable. Oh, this man. guy gets homeless um, people jobs and he's still a heel. Like how, he's one of those guys that's like, you know how you can, no matter what you do, Roman Reigns can't become a babyface anymore. Oh, that's a great point. Yeah, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick is the Roman Reigns. Oh, no football. doubt, man. Yep. No doubt, he's literally like he's gonna go save twenty-seven grandmas off the train tracks next week, and they're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, but you suck. Yeah, he had his knee down when he was helping her up. <laughs> yeah. oh, for F's sake. Um, so where do we go? I mean, do we we continue with Hideo and Bobby Roode? Well, where it we go seems now? like you know, based on that, I don't know if you saw the WWE.com exclusive segment afterwards. Hideo went to the locker room and just got in the face. You know, Chris, he was throwing things. Chris Hero got in his face, and basically, uh, Hideo told him to fuck off. That was the only English word he said or curse words the entire time, basically. Wow, and I didn't see that. They let him cuss. Well, they beeped it. Oh, they beeped oh okay. It. So All it was basically. Right. It was basically 
a lot of string of Japanese words, beep, string of Japanese words, beep, oh, that, wow. that sort of thing. Um, which may lead to, as we had talked about it beforehand, this may be towards, you know, he just snaps there and he becomes a heel, which would be good for his character and good for NXT but, who needs another good heel. But is that with Bobby or is that with Chris Hero? I think that would be Hero. It, it, it could intertwine right. them all, but I, I have been of be the hero. opinion that Rod Strong moves in. Yeah, Rod, Roderick Strong moves in right now. Tommy moves down to Hero, and maybe for the, I guess it would be the November one. You know what's funny to me? Up. You know what's so funny to me? So funny to me. Is that Aaron loved for the last month talking shit about what Jinder Mahal did for the fucking months leading up to him getting the title shot, and yet he just mentioned the fact that Roderick Strong is going to be the next person in the title match, and Roderick Strong ain't did shit since he got to NXT before this fucking pay-per-view. But has he lost for four he years He lost a straight? bunch of matches, yes. He did lose a lot of matches. He lo- he, but I mean, he also won right matches. He, he, also won, he, he went about 50-50. Okay. I'm, I'm correct. Right. Jinder Mahal did not go 50-50. Jinder Mahal had been in the company much longer, and he did win matches when he was three and B. And he did he, win he actually he did not win a single and match in the last eighteen yeah, you know what, by months. By the way, that, that should be the trump card of all things: is that he was in three he and was B, in and three that's and better B. than anything you. <laughs> well, you know what? If 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 you have Jinder as uh, how pissed is he? How pissed as Raw champ and then Drew as NXT champ? I'm yeah, all for it. How, how, he, how pissed is Heath right now at this? He's like, God damn, why couldn't I see Punjabi? <laughs> how is it possible that someone is the someone out of three MB is the champ and it's not Drew? Like, if if you or Heath, the, I mean, if realistically, yeah, like, yeah, right. we want Drew because you know what Drew's well, done plus, now. Plus, but like, plus Drew was the they, chosen one. Like, yeah, you, but you like, bef- seen it before, when they joined together, to be they joined. No, I didn't. When they joined together, the front man of that three man band was Heath Slater, and and Drew Drew Galloway was more like the guitarist that everybody likes, like Slash. <laughs> <laughs> but but the front man of that band was Heath Slater. And Jinder was bopping away on the drums, going crazy. Jinder Mahal was talking about how he's the class clown on the bass or whatever it was. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man, dude. Like, I I would have definitely thought. And, by the way, in the time that Jinder Mahal was released from the company, Drew Galloway was released from the company, uh, Heath Slater got himself over multiple times after that. Correct. So I would have yeah. definitely he did it with the Legend Tour and he did yep. it again yep. with I Got Kids. Well, Le- Legend Tour was before 3MB, I think. Was, was it? it? Yeah, I really? think so. Yeah, because that Legend Tour led into 3MB because that's when he started. You might be right about that. I he, that's, can't. That's, that's what he started. But, but again, yeah. yes, he's just gotten him over. He got himself times over. You know what I'm saying? So but because man. he got himself over as a comedy, I never really viewed him as a viable, you know, world Jinder champion. Jinder Mahal is the champ. I, and that blows my <laughs> mind. That's why I was saying Drew McIntyre was the guy out of that. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's um, let's grab a break here. When we come back in, the boy is going to talk to uh, Jack Swagger. And then uh, we're going to uh, And because wrap up Glenn and just... has no swagger, he's just going to help us talk about Raw. I hate you so much. <laughs> Again, I'll go back and enjoy No, I won't even enjoy these Oreos cuz they're terrible. Um, I'm Glenn, he's Aaron and he's The main event. AJ Francis, this is jobbing out. Latest edition of Press Box is available now. On the cover, Rich Dubroff profiles Orioles first base coach Wayne Kirby who is wildly popular among fans. Ravens beat writer Bo Smoka breaks down their roster, post-NFL draft, and much more. Pressbox is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition as well as the best daily coverage of the Orioles, Ravens, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com.
Welcome back. This is Jobbing Out. I'm Aaron. AJ, Glenn, he's, he's walked away. He's, he found something better to do. I don't know what could be better than this, though. I, I can't tell you either. Because me and AJ are now bringing in the man himself, former WWE World Heavyweight Champion, Jack Swagger. Jack, uh, thanks, to, uh, thanks for coming on here. Hey, man, thanks for having us. Or having me, anyways. <laughs> I was going to say, yes, you got someone else there? Yeah, I mean, when you, he always came out and he would say, we the people, we the so people. we're all in this together. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone but Glenn. He's not a real American. Yeah, Glenn is Gosh, definitely not that a real American. the greatest soundbite I think we've gotten in a very long time, and I'm going to <laughs> abuse that. Thank you for that. Hey, I got more if you want. <laughs> Jack's going to be at MCW Slambury on Friday, June 9th in a big, I believe it's a 10-man tag at the end of it with, of course, Johnny Crab Cakes in his corner as part of Team Famous. But uh, it's been a while, what has been, about two months ago that uh, you left WWE? What these uh, past two months have been like for you? Uh, definitely a learning experience, uh, kind of. Like hopping on my feet and uh, learning on the run, um, I was I was fortunate to go to the, to uh, the Fed right out of college, so I never had to uh, I never experienced this side of uh, pro wrestling. So it was it was a lot at first, but man, I'm excited! I can't wait to start wrestling again. Jack, I always wanted to know. So when 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 it goes down and you find out that you're going to be released, like I've been released from teams in the NFL, and I know that's a shitty feeling, and you know you know that there's better things around the corner, and it won't be long before you get to do, you know, what you really want to do or or what you've been wanting to do for a while. But when you found out that you were going to be you were going to be leaving, what was that first 24 to 48 hours like for you? You know what? For me, uh, I had a I, I had a lot of anger, so it was you know uh, kind of built up. And then once my wife and I made the decision to ask for my release, it, you know it, it all kind of went away, and I saw things more from a business perspective. And really, it it was very exciting, and it still is. Like I just see opportunity, which is crazy to say that I had to leave such a huge company to see opportunity, but uh, I think it's an exciting time to be a pro wrestling fan, an exciting time to be a pro wrestler. Um, of course, you know, silently, AJ, I was I was shitting myself. I'll, I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can think but, that. But, the, but there's silver linings everywhere. Uh, we got a lot of stuff going on right now, and it's cool because now I have the time to, for my wife and I to go into you know, the businesses and the stuff that we want to do on top of pro wrestling and using one brand to grow the other. Would, would you, can like, would right now that you can go pretty much anywhere, would you like to go to maybe New Japan for a couple of years, or do you want to stay in America and travel around, or do you want to go to Europe? Or how, do you, how do you plan on planning out these next couple months and years? Um, well, my next six months are uh, filling up fast. We got a lot of shows in the UK with a uh, five star, uh, South Side, uh, big time wrestling, uh, hoping to add, uh, some what culture dates in there. I really like what they're doing. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, uh, as far as New Japan goes, uh, I, I, I don't have an avenue towards them and I, I don't speak the language, but 
Dude, it's always been a dream of mine. I think any uh, amateur wrestler turned professional wrestler is like, okay, let's go to Japan. It's that time. So uh, it's only a matter of time. I, I want to wrestle everywhere. It's, it's like it's just incredible the markets. Like yeah. there's markets in Chile, there's markets in South Africa, UK is amazing. The states, of course, uh, Mexico. So a lot of opportunity. You know, more and more lately, it seems like guys are willingly leaving WWE to try their hands uh, at, at other things. Obviously, we had Cody Rhodes last year. You as, as so, just some of the names. Is the reason because of just kind of the expansion of the indies, or, or what? What do you feel is the reason for that? Uh, you know, for myself, I think it was just time for a change. Um, you know, I'm not going to blame anyone for something I did not achieve. Obviously, I didn't achieve what I wanted to when I when I started. Uh, and I think for me, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a warrior. It's gotta, it's crazy for me to hear you say that you didn't achieve what you wanted to when you're a former heavyweight champion like that, like. I can respect you as a performer and as an individual because you can look and say, yeah, you know, I was world heavyweight champ, but I, I still didn't do what I wanted to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's like this whole experience has been like look yourself in the mirror and like, you know, really be honest with yourself. Uh, I was world heavyweight champion, one of the greatest honors of my life, something that no one can ever take away from me. Um but, you know, there could have been so much more. Yeah. I mean, that was almost seven years ago. And, like, I only got better during that time. But, you know, it is what it is. So. When you, you, now, uh, we all know that you won the World Heavyweight title. You also won the Money in the Bank. And the Money in the Bank is pay-per-view is around the corner. They just announced the six participants of uh, SmackDown for the Money in the Bank uh, last night. What is it? I've always wanted to know. When someone there's a few, there's only what ten, fifteen people that have ever actually held money in the bank. What, what is it like knowing literally every night when you go to a show that okay, I could be the world heavyweight champion tonight. I could be it tomorrow. I could be it Monday. Maybe Sunday. Maybe they'll use it a week from now. Like, what's that like? Uh, man, it, it's awesome and nerve wracking at the same time because like. That's a, a big responsibility. So when when you are handed that, you better be ready to perform and, and carry it. Otherwise, it's not going to be yours for long. <laughs> but I mean, the the excitement behind it, it, it it's it, it's very cool. Um, luckily, I, I couldn't wait and I cashed in early, so I only had to carry it for about two weeks. Mm -hmm. um, but. You know, it's just an electric. I mean, it's one of my favorite matches to watch. As, as a wrestling fan, it, it's so much fun. And every year, the guys in, in the in the match find something, some way to do something new, you know. And yeah. that's, that's really tough to do because that match is, you know, it's been going on now for a while. And a lot of great wrestlers have been in there with great ideas. So uh, it, it's one of my favorite. And it's just like... It adds a level of that X factor to me to pro wrestling. Like, oh man, he's got it. You know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And I I also wanted to ask you. You won uh, Money in the Bank at WrestleMania 26, and I wanted to know sure. do you do you think that the Money in the Bank should have stayed at WrestleMania, or do you think that it's it's so big now that it needs to have its own pay per view? What's your thought on that? 
Well, you know, it's two things. Like, it was an awesome part of WrestleMania. Like, the, you know, to me, I thought it was the best way to kick off such a such a great show. Yeah. Um, but that show just grows as itself larger and larger every year. So it, it's really hard to find time on it. And that's saying that, saying that they went, what, five and a half hours this mm. year, <laughs> not yeah. including the pre-show. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but... I liked it at WrestleMania, I, and I, I like the fact that I was the last one to win it at WrestleMania. Wow, that is a cool. I didn't realize you were the last yeah, one. To win. That, that's a the... very cool distinction <laughs> yeah. to be able to say. Uh, you know, you talk about the real Americans. We mentioned that at the beginning. And looking back at that, you came on so hot. You were getting mainstream attention, both good and bad mainstream attention. You got in the title match at WrestleMania. Looking back at that, is that almost kind of a, a what-if moment? Like It seemed like you could have really been something there. Yeah, uh, it was, it was, it was a good run. Um, the cool thing about We the People is at that moment, it was still very, very new. Hadn't really, definitely didn't catch on the way it did, uh, a couple months later, which is, which is funny. Um, but that, that moment was like, I mean, awesome. And I don't look at it as a what if moment because, it grew into the great tag with me and Cesaro, yep. and and that really helped uh, it grow even more. And to me, the best things in wrestling are natural; they're they're not forced and not written down on paper and say and like go out there and say this over and over again. Uh, it was just one of those things that caught on, and it turned from being a political, you know, whatever Americano thing into something that's about the people, and it's not just. The United States, it's every country I go to, they put their hand over their heart and say it with me. And it's it's really cool how it transforms, and you can feel that. It's like, no, this is us standing up. This isn't just people against governments and stuff. So it's, uh, it's one of the best things about wrestling, you know, just to see it. Uh, where it's going to go. Yeah, it's really funny. Uh, me and AJ were in New Orleans for WrestleMania 30, and that yeah. was one of the big, you know, there was the yes chance, but if there was a second chant there up and down Bourbon Street, it was the we the people chant when you were with Cesaro. <laughs> why why didn't they run with that, run you guys more with that? Because it seemed like you guys were about to take off as a huge face tag team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm not the person to ask for that. <laughs> I, I, I definitely didn't like it, and they didn't really give us much of a uh, reason. Uh, Tony, he was so hot at the time, too. He had just come back, and I had just come back. And uh, he is one of the driving forces behind We the People getting over. I mean, I get to still use it, but he definitely helped with that because he was just on fire at that time. And I think they wanted, and uh, I think they wanted to see a solo run out of him. Yeah, I, we, a lot of people know that you went to uh, University of Oklahoma and you went to play football and wrestling. Um, but I want to know what made you quit football and decide, you know what, I'm going to stick with wrestling. Man, I'm glad you asked that because, like, uh, I love football. I love playing football. I learned so much uh, from my teammates there at Oklahoma, as you know, what a you know a football locker room is like. Yeah. Um, what happened was we went to the Rose Bowl in '02 against Washington State. Uh, we won. I had come home. I was on a break. I was in my hometown, and the head wrestling coach uh, called me up and said that their heavyweight was academic ineligible for the second half of the year, and they didn't have any backups. They had like 
club coaches uh, practicing with, with him. And so they didn't have anyone else on the team. Asked me if I would do it. I kind of wanted to a little bit, so I, I tried it out. You know, I went like three and three and eight that year. You know, <laughs> can't really get in shape in two weeks for wrestling. Um, but like, I, I made like such a good bond with um, with the wrestling coaches and uh, and the and the guys on the wrestling team. Um, I, I just kind of wanted to focus more on my grades. And do something a little less time-consuming as football was. Yeah, I can I can uh, definitely understand that. Yeah, <laughs> college football is no joke, man. A lot of people don't know. Yo, know, you get up at six, you got to be at breakfast, then you got to be at study hall, then you got to be at class all day, then you got to go to fucking meetings and film, then you got practice, then you got more meetings, then you got study hall after that, after dinner, and then now it's oh, next thing man. you know, it's nine thirty, and you've been doing yeah. shit all day. Once again, we got Jack Swagger here on Jobbing Out. He is going to be at MCW at the MCW Arena on June 9th for Jimmy Seafood Presents Slamboree. And you were with uh, Oklahoma, and of course, good old JR seems to keep that pipeline going. How important, like, is that that JR's influence with Oklahoma and then bringing guys in? Uh, it was it was Jim Ross and uh, Jerry Briscoe, and Jerry Briscoe was brothers of Jack Briscoe. Um, he was a great, am- they both were great amateur wrestlers uh, at Oklahoma State. Uh, man, to me it was it was incredible because um, it was it was a great opportunity, and it was just somebody that I had already known, and they told me when I was like three years in if I wanted to just finish up school and we'll we'll give it a try. Um, but like, man, those guys really know. Like, they they can see an athlete, and then they can see an athlete that can, uh, you know, transform or tra- you know, go across sports and go into like the entertainment field. Which, for most athletes, especially was for me, that's like the hardest part to adjust to is the entertainment because we're so used to like going out there in uh, in kill mode and just focused and everything, whereas. You know, with the entertainment, you get to have a more fun and play with the crowd and play with your opponent and stuff. So it it sounds easy, but it's definitely something you have to adjust to. And I think uh, Jerry has a great eye for the guys, the amateur wrestlers who can do that, and Jim, and, uh, uh, too. You know, speaking of identifying uh, athletes from other sports who might be able to get into wrestling, before we went on here, you were telling us a story about a, a possible Mania match that uh, you were pitching. Can you, can you tell us that story? Because that was awesome. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, AJ played football with uh, Mojo Raleigh, who is a good friend of mine, and uh, uh, we, we started tagging towards the end of the, uh, of the career, and we were just talking about what would be good, and uh, AJ and, uh, Mojo, good friends with Gronk, and we're like, wow, why don't we get, uh, Mojo and Gronk? And then I have a good friend who played tight end in the NFL named, uh, Jeremy Shockey. And we're like, oh, let's bring these together. <laughs> that <would've> been sick. <laughs> it's like, it's like, uh, you know, Gronk is like the second coming of, uh, Shock in some ways. Yeah, he is. Like, he really yeah. is. Like, Gronk is like Shockey's, like, friend that, like, I don't know. He just was hit him more, the more, sperm hit the egg. He just had more going for him, but he was still. They're both still great. Yeah, yeah. When I uh, when but, I, uh, 
Oh, oh no, it's okay, continue. but now that I know you, AJ, it's it's for sure going to be you and me in there next time. Oh, please. If, just call my don't, phone. Don't butter him off. Come <laughs> on. We call don't need to phone. hear this. I don't sell, so I'll let you know that now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No one. <laughs> you'll, you'll fit in perfect. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've always said if I ever got like put in one of those celebrity matches, um, I would definitely do the uh, – the Roman Reigns dive over the top, getting caught by the whole crowd, except I would probably do a flip with it because I think it would look cooler. But I would definitely try to pull that out of the bag and just one for the road and just make sure you got to catch me, though. Make sure I don't die. That's the only request that I have. <laughs> just make sure that I make it out of the match alive. Yeah, make sure you get around on that flip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I always wanted to know, so, I mean, you obviously you were um, the All-American-American um, and Kurt Angle is back as GM, and he was an American hero, and you both used the ankle lock. Was that intentional that you both used that? Like, did they tell you, hey, you know, Kurt Angle was great with this move, and he was an American hero. That was his gimmick. He was with America. Did did they tell you going into it when you decided to go with that finish that that was, like, part of the reason why, or did it just naturally come about? I mean, like, I, like Kurt Angle's one of my favorite guys to ever watch, because uh, I, I just like the style with the counter and the aggressiveness, and yeah. I can relate to the moves and stuff. Um, so it, it was part tribute, you know, uh, imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah. Uh, but it was also, <laughs> uh, it was coming up really, I was coming up wrestling Big Show, and, uh, we, we needed, a game changer with the giant so we thought we'd try a couple different things and that one just seemed to work the best even though there were the similarities um no one no one can ever do uh the ankle lock uh like kurt angle that's why i named mine the patriot lock and so we don't have to compete now you know what's crazy is that you say that but i've distinctly remember multiple times someone trying to roll out of your ankle lock and you rolling through and keeping it locked on and not sitting there and as a fan thinking that is the coolest thing I've ever seen in this ankle. I, I just remember it was so many times where somebody would try to roll out of it and you'd be like, no, nah, I'm still here, bro. I'm not going nowhere. You're, you're going to have to find a way to the rope because you're not getting out of this otherwise. Yeah. I got these big hands. It better be good for something. <laughs> Hey, do you do you still watch WWE regularly, or have you pretty much kind of put that behind you and, and don't really feel like watching it now? Uh, I mean, I got I got I have two young kids, so a lot of TV doesn't get washed around here. It's like when they go to bed, I just sit there and breathe and enjoy <laughs> the silence. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Glenn Glenn did text me. He wanted me to ask uh, one thing, so I'll I'll give him his question and his uh, credit here. Uh, pretty much everybody who has ever held a world title in WWE has eventually gone on to the WWE Hall of Fame. Is that something you've even thought about or would, would want to do at this point if they uh, called and asked you? Um, I mean, right now, that, that just seems like it's so far away. Uh, it doesn't cross my mind. Um, but I, I believe anyone who does this at, at, at this level, much with any sport, is you have such an immense love for what you do and what you're trying to accomplish that like something like an honor like that, you know, everybody wants, you know, everyone goes to that ceremony and like sees himself up there and whatnot. And, uh, it's a roller coaster. So you, you ride the ups and downs and you figure out the journey and you keep learning, keep getting better. And who knows, maybe one day. 
Yeah, I, I feel I feel you because it's we just see so many guys leave and then come back, and it, it it's crazy to see the fact that so many guys when they leave, like a Matt Hardy, like um a uh, Drew Galloway, they leave and they build themselves up all somewhere else, and then WWE's like, man, we really shit the bed with this one. We need to we need to bring them back. That's what I'm I'm praying uh, happens with you. But my my Last question that I have for you is you're going to be at this MCW show. You're going to be on uh, Team Crab Cake, I suppose, is the name of the team. Team Famous I think felt, is the official we, name, we but Team Crab tough. Cake sounds better. <laughs> you know, John is a good buddy of mine in the show. Um, uh, he's going to be the, the manager, and he's probably going to have his crutch still because he blew out his knee playing basketball at a charity basketball game because he thinks that okay. he's athletic and he's not. Um, <laughs> so my question is, will you for me, please, in the middle of this match, turn heel and kick his damn crutch out of his hand and <laughs> and beat him with it? Please, for me. Would you do that? <laughs> Yes, I, I can. I can promise you that. Yes. And I know he's not. I know he's not going to catch me because he's still hurt. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's true. That would be epic. <laughs> hey, if, if you want to, oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, then I'll get on the mic and and say that was for AJ. <laughs> that would be sick. That would be hilarious. Well, if you want to see Johnny Crab Cakes get his ass kicked by Jack Swagger, <laughs> and I know we all want to see yeah, that. Absolutely. June 9th, MCW Arena. Uh, it's called uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood Presents Slambury MCW Big Ten Man. Take a lot of other great matches on that card. You got uh, Leo Rush against Jeff Cobb. Uh, Stevie Richards is on Jack Swagger's team as part of Team Famous. Uh, Big oh, Sean boy. Studd is on the uh, is on the other side. So a lot of great action. And uh, it looks like another manager along with uh, Jimmy uh, Johnny Crabkicks. Gail Kim's also going to be managing your That's side. Cool. So uh, got a star-studded lineup over there. Uh, Jack, anything else we can plug for you? Uh, Twitter, social media, uh, pro wrestling tees, anything like that? Uh, my website is about to launch where you can get all the official Jack Swagger merchandise plus more. It's lfrlife.com. Live that life. Um, uh, follow my wife on Twitter, Catalina Swagger. She is going to be the newest addition to We the People, and she's going to be at uh, she's going to be at MCW with me. Uh, we might surprise the crowd and bring out and debut Miss Catalina. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I'll be yeah, I'll be in that whole area that weekend, June tenth, uh, the Legends Convention, June SFW that night in Atlantic City, and then uh, Tier One in Brooklyn on Sunday. So I'll be all over the place. One of those uh, areas should be able to find me. Before we let you go, now that you're out on the Indies and can book any match you want, who do you want to face? Oh man, that's exciting. Uh there's a lot of lot, lot of cool names out there and uh I've been trying to catch up with uh who's doing what. Um you know, everyone as soon as I left everyone was like, Oh, we gotta get you and Matt Riddle together. That's the first name cool. that I thought of. Very first name. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh there might be some uh some something going down with uh me and uh filthy Tom Lawler. Uh, that's still in the works. Maybe. I, I want to see. I want to see, and please do it at MCW so I can go. I want to see Jack Swagger versus Keith Lee. That's what I want to see. That Keith match. Lee? Yes, that would be a dope match. 
I would, I mean, I would like to see you versus Moose as well, but you know, with TNA, you never know where he can, where he'll be when he'll, when he can go somewhere. But versus Keith Lee, that would be sick. That would, that, you two big bastards going in there and trying to kill each other, that would be amazing. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, anyone else? Who, who should Jack Swagger work? Uh, me. Cody Rhodes. Well, Cody when he Rhodes. gets on the Indies. Yeah, though, though we've seen that quite. Yeah, right, let's see. But it's different. But it's it's. Do you know it's different? When it it's, is when it's not it, under the WWE umbrella. Oh, it, it's always and, different. And, and, you, and you can't say Rhodes either, guys. Come yeah, on. Oh yeah, no, Cody R. Come on, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> what what about a Jeff Cobb? That'd be another big one. Yes. He, he, as we said, he's going to be on the show, so maybe you guys can do a little, you know, passing in the hallway type thing, get the stare down, build up towards a future MCW show. Yeah, that would be cool yeah. for sure. I'm wrestling uh, Mike Elgin. Oh, oh that's a good match. Yeah. <laughs> so Two just big guys beating the crap one. out of each other. That's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. Actually, you know what would be fun? You against Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, that would also be a good match for sure. So let, let's just book all of these. Why Why not? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll tell you guys my rate, and you guys get it done. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Jobbing out wrestling, starring Jack Swagger. That doesn't sound too bad. Jobbing out wrestling. Hmm. I like it. I like it. Well, Jack, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it, and uh, we look forward to seeing you June 9th over at MCW. Hey, guys. It was fun, man. Good luck with everything, okay? I right, appreciate you, brother. Yep, yep. Stay healthy. Welcome back in. This is segment number. Oh wait, I, I hear I hear another voice here. Who is that? I, I don't know who that is. Hey, who is who's this person? Who's this person? Who 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 who? I enjoyed that interview, boys. You did a fine job. I mean, it was it was not as good as it could have been, obviously. But I mean, right. I feel like you right. sent us one question to ask, and it was probably the worst question that we asked. Well, it wasn't asked the way that I wanted it to be asked. But yeah, well, I mean, yeah that is true. Word. That is true because Aaron was the one that was responsible for asking the question, and then that's why it fell short. If no, that was great. That was he's a very he's a great dude. Yeah, he um, was. yeah. great dude. Really enjoyed that. I'm very um, very curious to, to see if he's uh, going MCW to uh, end up doing just kind of the indie thing, pop popping around everywhere. If he does end up on Impact or on Ring of Honor or whatever else, I, I, I think that's going to be fascinating to watch. Yeah, sure. Or inevitably ends up back in WWE somehow. Well, he right? will. He will eventually. That there's no question. He's he's still pretty young. He's going to end up back in WWE. Yeah. Which is what he doing in the meantime. I agree. I agree. And I do think he's the, he's the fascinating case study when it comes to the championship and the Hall of Fame. I think he's a very fascinating case study where, you know, like if you're a world champion, you're a Hall of Famer. Is Jack Swagger a Hall of Famer? I think so. I I'd say yes. Based just if based he was on- just a world champion, I might say no. Uh, right, but he's also a world champion, which not a lot of people have been, and he won Money in the Bank, which even fewer people have done. Yeah, I hear you. Look, man, I you know, I it's it's a case study, right? Like it's a case study, and I I think that ultimately he'll be back with the WWE in some capacity, and that will allow him to accomplish more things that makes it so that it's not even you know a, it, there's no longer an argument. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's interesting. All right, so let's get into Raw because we haven't yet. Um, I, it's funny that Aaron said he had so much to say about Raw. The only thing that I cared about with Raw is that uh, God bless uh, Corey Graves for dropping a Mark Trumbo reference. You're my boy. <laughs> You're my boy. <laughs> yeah. I was all in on that. That was dope. Also, um, we didn't talk about it before, and I don't know why. It it was a part of SmackDown, or no, it was a part of the the Backlash pay per view. How did we not talk about the fact that JBL said the last time somebody threw clothes in my face like that, I had to pay for it? Oh, yeah. I yeah. Was, Everybody was, lost their just, fucking yeah. mind. Yeah, that was really That, was, right. uh, that was really Yeah. 
It was um, amazing. All right, Aaron, you tell me what it is that you want to talk about, because uh, we are already busy. Yeah, I'll, I'll, say, we'll, 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 I'll, I'll cut off some of it. Uh, Heyman Finn, I thought, was the segment of the night. I thought that, yeah, yeah, I was that shocked was, by what he said. I'm curious to see. You, you brought up the possibility of Finn winning it. Yeah. Could it be Finn winning it with the formation of the Balor Club managed by Paul Heyman? Very possibly. I that's how you get man, the battle. I don't off think I don't think here's the thing. I don't think managed by Paul Heyman immediately. Yeah. I think the for the Balor Club forms, the Balor Club comes down to ringside with him at the at SummerSlam to face Brock Lesnar. Yep. And or Great Balls of Fire whenever it is to face Brock Lesnar. And <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. And and uh and then Paul Heyman turns on Lesnar. Well, that's that's what I was saying. Is he? Oh, I thought back. you meant like. No, I I, I mean, Heyman. You, you kind of go back to the way that uh, Brock lost the title the first time when he lost to. Him I thought you were they, saying Heyman forms t- to help him win this fatal five way. Oh no no no! I'm saying at he turns on Lesnar at Great Balls of Fire. You get the Balor Club. You turn Brock face in the process. You get the title back on Raw more often with you know if, if you want. I, I also love like I love Finn Balor, and I love obviously everyone knows I love Roman Reigns. I love the fact that Finn Balor, as doing promos, is absolutely no better than Roman Reigns. He says the most generic possible things you could ever say. He says, just let Brock Lesnar know that when I face him, I'm going to win. What? Well, that, and yeah, everyone, that's one of the reasons why I thought Heyman would be a real everyone nice cheers him. That. Everyone loves him. But if he was a fucking 6'5 Samoan with greasy black hair, they'd fucking boo him out of the gym. I gotta be honest with you. I didn't think it would take you two hours to get to that, but I, God bless you, for managing to do it. Two <laughs> it took, hours in. It took more than two hours. I didn't do it I, last I, I just, I just gotta, I gotta ask. Did you see Roman Reigns' new shirt? Yes, I did. What do you think of it? I think it's cool. I just, it, I, I, I look it at also the, doesn't look like him. Yeah, it does look like him. That's my problem. <laughs> the only reason I can tell it's him is because of the, the back. Sh- no, because oh. of the shoestrings. Okay. <laughs> like, because he always wears those boots with those fucking shoestrings. And, and nobody else's shoestrings are, like, waving about on their wrestling boots, and his are. And I okay. never understood why, but, I mean, I don't mind it. It's just, I never really understood why everyone else tucks their shoestrings in, and Rob is like, nah, fuck that. I'm not a sh- two shoestrings. Well, clearly so they can show the silhouette, we can know that he's Roman <laughs> yeah, Reigns. For sure. Um, but yeah, that, that was a real interesting, the fact that they gave that rub to Finn with Paul Heyman and then what could come from it. And I well, really I, start to I wonder think, about that. I think that it makes more sense. If you're going to do Finn versus Brock, you have to do it as a David Goliath thing. Like, I, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. I mean, like, what? But what he just said doesn't make it David Goliath. Yeah, no. I it, understand. That's the tricky part is that you have, you know, essentially you, you, you I don't got think you have, I, I honestly don't, don't think, I don't think you can book Finn. I don't think that you can book Finn Balor as David versus Goliath versus Brock Lesnar because you did that with uh, with Dean Ambrose and you try to say well even out you didn't really do it yeah you did yeah you did they literally said they said they said Dean Ambrose needed a chainsaw to beat (laughs) to beat Brock Lesnar that's not David versus Goliath you attempted to make it seem as though he was so deranged that he was capable of anything David versus Goliath is this is about your inner strength and shit like that yeah okay that's true however I don't think that that's going to be it's not going to be David versus Goliath because it's going to be the beast versus the demon is what it's going to be Right, and that that's why I don't think it's David versus Goliath, and why I think that the, you know, you do what that, and you turn Brock face, which, you know, again... Nothing puts the demon character over more than having him beat Brock Lesnar. Well, yeah, sure, that's fine, but... And then, from that point forward, the demon is hard to beat. He's yeah, hard. I agree. 
I agree. I, I, I gotta, you know, there's so much here. One, do you do that at Great Balls of Fire? No, that's why I said I think, I, I don't think Finn wins this match. Yeah, I, yeah think, I, I think it's more, right, you know, if I had to bet, I'd bet on Bray Wyatt and I'd have him be yeah. fed to Brock, but that segment kind of put into my mind, man, that makes a lot more likely now all of a sudden. I hear you. I hear you. All right, what else did you want to uh, come um, wrong? The Hardy's beginning cage match was really weird from a storyline angle. I just it's also to... really weird yeah, that really. Like, you had Sheamus and Cesaro act like they were so super upset about it. Well, wait, wait. Like, what did you want it to be? Right. Like, here's <laughs> if you're the Hardys, what makes a cage appealing? Right. Yeah, that was the, the cage matches. You know, if they're running away, that makes sense. If right. you're you're the Hardys, shouldn't you immediately say, "Oh, I know a match we're pretty good at." <laughs> There's, are they though? Guys. Are they though? Because they usually lost those matches. They won them at WrestleMania. That's why they're not doing it again because they already they literally just well, why, did the match. Why didn't they do a final deletion match then? That's Have true. it on the Hardys yeah. compound. Sure. <laughs> that that would have worked. That. that definitely would have worked. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I I honestly think that. I can't wait. To, I, I, I mean, mean we all know we all know that Jeff's going to do Whisper in the and, Wind and off that's, the cage, and that's why they're doing the <laughs> yes. from a non-storyline purpose. They're doing it so Jeff can do something crazy off the top of the cage. We get. Oh, it's not something crazy. He's going to do Whisper in the Wind. I could do a Swanton. He's going no, because he's too old to take that back. Yeah, it's tough, um, man. Swanton. <laughs> it's tough. From that high, he's going to do Whisper in the Wind and be caught by like all three of them. Like Matt's going to be down there somehow, and yeah, like he's going to take Matt out in the process. There's no. If he does a swanton from the top of there with a bad back at his age, he might never walk again. And what was uh, – I agree. By the way, I, I, I completely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. insane. I mean, but by the way, they, they might never walk again anyway. Uh, that, I mean, yeah, so <laughs> he's, he's needed surgery for 20 years yeah. or whatever it is. Um, uh, no, go. No, go. What was the other one? I was going to say, uh, you think that Re- Revival attacked Enzo? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes the most sense. Absolutely. And, most, unless – Unless, Unless it was it Big looks, Cass. Cass. Yes, it's, yeah, that would be the yes. other possibility. But I feel like Enzo would have to know that Big Cass attacked him. He said it was from behind. He didn't. I mean, granted, he's seven foot tall. Dude, there aren't many. <laughs> dude, like, if you, if, if somebody that big, if you're that small, Aaron, if, I feel like if you were standing here alone in 980, right, and you know there's probably like 15 people here, right? If I hit you in the back of the head, you would know that I hit you. Well, what if you, the big show is also walking around? That's true. That there, there, true. There, there are and a couple also, this other is big kayfabe, guys. asshole. <laughs> yeah, God, stop trying to ruin kayfabe. You're always God, trying it. Why do you hate kayfabe? He wants the wrestlers to UFC. only be allowed to tweet about being wrestlers. <laughs> oh, that's what I want. Yeah. An asshole. I'm, I'll give you one other one. I'll give you one more. All right. It's our truth. And he's trying to prove the gold well, that he's that. still a badass. <laughs> I mean, that'd be wonderful. That would work too. It would make me very yeah. happy. But speaking of gold cool. dust, how wonderful was that? I yeah, told you that's what they were gonna yeah. do, and it was fucking great. Yes, and I knew it, it would be wonderful. And heel gold dust is going to get over so very quickly. He's going to do these vignettes for another month, and then people are going to be clamoring for gold dust to get more of a push. Gold dust, I. I honestly... Goldust beats Brock Lesnar. Definitely oh, not. <laughs> I pray to God not. But oh, Gold, but God. I do think that Goldust... If Miz doesn't take... I think Miz is going to take the belt off Dean Ambrose. But if he doesn't... If he doesn't, Goldust, Goldust is going to take the Intercontinental And yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you there. And because him and Dean Ambrose are going to have a fucking... 
95 backroom brawl fight like they had. Like, yeah, Roddy Piper. The backlot brawl, the Hollywood backlot brawl. Love that. That's such a, that's one of the first, oh my god, this is so terrible. It's so wonderful. Yeah, of course. No, it was, it was amazing because they cut to the OJ Simpson fucking Uh, car chase. It's so awful. It's so awful. It's so wonderful. Uh, All right, anything else we have to to say from Raw? No, no, we can save it. All right, very good. Let's get the plugs in. Uh, AJ, we'll start with you, uh, both musically and the Francis Sports Academy. Yeah, so uh, Francis Sports Academy, we're on and popping. You can, uh, my dad's going to be scheduling new, uh, a new gym in Anne Arundel County for us to work at. Um, so you can follow us on Twitter, or Facebook, um, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just search Francis Sports Academy or uh, Francis underscore Sports on Instagram and Twitter, and we'll come right up. Um, I, you know, like I said, I got two, uh, two songs coming on June 16th. On June 16th, I'll actually be on the Bram Weinstein show here in ESPN 980. Um, so I'll be like cross promoting that while talking sports and whatnot. Um, I have, uh, other song, you know, I got, you know, the album's coming together perfectly. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic, I can't wait, September 1st. It feels like it's so far away, but it's right around the corner. I've always wanted to do this my whole life. Even if I never do it again, uh, nobody can ever say I didn't make an album, and nobody that listens to it will ever be able to say that I'm trash because that album is going to be fire. So please uh, go to my Twitter account, at AJFrancis410. Um, I have music videos already on there. You can download the song on iTunes. Uh, my s- single, the only single I have out right now, uh, European, it's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, anywhere you can stream music, it's there. Um, you can also check out um, my SoundCloud, uh, Frank410. Uh, just search that, and you'll be able to find other songs on there. Uh, I'm just really doing the damn thing, so I'm trying to be, you know, I'm trying to be big. I'm trying to. Blow up. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? Never have to, you know, be, not have man, to, not try to beat my out. brain into submission for the next 15 years. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah, definitely trying to work that out for sure. Hanging out with good Charlotte on a yeah. Saturday at the was, I think that might be the widest thing I've ever seen you tweet. You, Dude, yeah, you, I got the kicking out over good Charlotte. I mean, let's be honest. Good Charlotte's from Maryland and yep. I grew up in Maryland, even though it's no longer my home. Uh, as a kid in the 2000s that lived in Maryland, is there a bigger band than Good no, Charlotte? No, it was everything. Yeah, Good Charlotte <laughs> was everything. No. No so, so when they did Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous to close the show, yes, I lost my fucking mind. And then, <laughs> and then when they, and then when they, uh, they, what happened was the reason I got to go on stage at Preakness and talk to the crowd, control the crowd, hype them up, and you can, you can see that video on my Instagram, on my face, on my Twitter. Um, I got to go on stage with Good Charlotte. It was dope. Basically, what happened was um, Good Charlotte finished with Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous, so everybody's losing their fucking mind. There's like 2,000 people out there um, at this show. There's more than 2,000 people around, but just at this show, filling up all the way back was at least 2,000 people, maybe even more. Um, and uh, they were like, you guys want to meet Good Charlotte? I'm like, fuck yeah, I want to meet Good Charlotte. So they call us over. They tell us, hey, just come across the stage over here. So by the time we got across the stage, they were like, oh, they just ran to their, their trailer. They hear everybody chanting encore. Um, they don't want to do another, they, they, they don't want to do another song. So they just booked it, but the fans are still going crazy. So here's the mic. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? He said, yeah, talk to him. I was like, what do you, what am I supposed to say? I'm like, I don't know. Say something. I said, okay. So I grabbed the mic and then I said, y'all want to see good Charlotte? And they said, 
yeah! And then they were doing the, oh, 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 oh. So I just joined in in that, and then I told them to get louder, which I've seen. I've been to enough concerts to know that if you say louder, people will get louder. It tends to work that way. Yes. <laughs> people are cheap. Yes, wrestling concerts. Yes. Doesn't really matter. Hockey games. Get louder, or you say, or you say, don't say what they say what, or you know. What, if you say their hometown, they fucking lose their mind. I said Preakness, they fucking popped. So, like, it, it, I've watched enough wrestling to know how to control the crowd, and I've been on stage before, so I got to control the crowd, and it was fucking awesome. You can watch the video on my Instagram or my Twitter. So what happened when they didn't come back out, or did they come back out? No, what happened was, I so I had the mic for, like, probably like a minute and a half, and then, so, like, I guess they were, like, like, they wanted all the guys to talk. So then I gave it to another guy who plays for the Ravens. Um, he's an O-lineman for the Ravens. And uh, he, 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 he really shit the bed. First thing he says, <laughs> first thing he says is, uh, I'm not good Charlotte. And everybody goes, boo, boo. So now they're booing. So then now they just take the mic from him and nobody else got a chance to go. But I, you know, you know what they say, pressure makes... Burst pipes or pressure makes diamonds. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We saw who was a pipe and who was a diamond. There you go. There you go. All right, Aaron, um, you're on Twitter. At the Aoster. The show's on Twitter. At Dropping Out Show. And the email? Dropping Out Show at gmail.com. What do you have coming up? Baltimore Sun, Rolling Stone? I'm going to have a couple interviews coming up. So just kind of, I don't know when or where, but I'll have a couple, so keep your eyes out for who that. They, who are they with? Who are they with? They're with people. With wrestlers, even. <laughs> God, I hate you. At Clark Radio. You have to pop here, Aaron. My website. For, uh, thanks again to Jack Swagger. He was awesome. Appreciate him doing that. Uh, for Aaron and for? The main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, the Washington Redskins. I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Jobbing out. <laughs>